0: and like I can hear like every fucking instrument, like the snares hitting his voice, like nothing, nothing is smothering anything else. Nothing is combating anything else. Like it seems harmonious. And I think that's why it's like attacking me the way that it is. And it's one dude, we found out it's one dude. And guy, two feet. He achieved harmony. There's just, there's just a lot of absolute nonsense. Welcome to the Any Last Words Pod. My name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. A very, very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. And please do not forget to follow us at ALW Pod on Instagram. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> Today, we have Nick Hale in the building. Get your drink in, sir. Yes, sir. It's going to be a long one. Mm-hmm. Tell the people in the next 10 minutes why you're interesting and why you're here. Oh. No, <laughs> no, no. no! I'm totally fucking with you. This is where I'd like to start. Um, <laughs> but I am going to continue to make fun of that, or at, oh, at, least, sure. at least get into that point, which is I just want to tell you how this normally goes for other guests. Like this happens a lot of the time. I talk to someone and they talk like, why would you want me to come on the pod? And they listen to the pod and then they'll say, oh, but this this one was an awesome episode. That person was so interesting or this person was so funny or this person. I love their voice. Like it's all these these things about that all these people love about these other people. But yet that person is thinking, well, why would he want me on the pod? And then they come on the pod and people love them and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So the whole point is you're not the first and you won't be the last person that comes on here that feels like it's like a weird energy because maybe you feel like you're not impressive
1: or something. Like <laughs> It's really funny that you say that because I, I want to say it was when I was getting out of my car this morning on my way in. Like I, I parked, got out of the car and I was like, cause I was, I knew that when the work day is over, the next thing on our list, <laughs> um, and I was like, you know, I feel like he's going to say some shit. <laughs> like, cause I know I'm definitely not the first person to think that coming on here. I feel like, I feel like a lot of people would get that, uh, yes. that impression of themselves. Um. And I was like, I and I and I said that as a follow up. I was like, it's definitely I'm definitely not going to be the last person to think like this.
0: Sometimes. Yeah, no. But but again, you just come on and you just fucking you're gonna have a conversation, and something's gonna come up out of it, and people are gonna talk to me about it, and they'd be like, oh man, like that was cool that you guys did this, you yeah, that was thought provoking that you guys touched on this. It was it was funny that you guys just fucked around and talked about this. <laughs> like that's just the way it goes. It's it's. It, conversation reveals a lot about people mm-hmm. right And you, you can't if you're if you're being true like it, you can't really hide. actually even if you're trying to lie, the longer and longer you speak, the more data you give people mm-hmm. for them to ingest and like do things with like think about and be like, oh wait, he's a, he's a bullshitter mm-hmm. right So you can't really hide. So like if you feel like you're a, a, a decent person, then speaking shouldn't be crazy for you, you know? Unless you feel like you're a piece of shit that's (laughs) going to say some really wildly insensitive, just like, you know what I mean? No thought behind it at all type shit. Then it wouldn't... To speak is like, well, I know I'm a good person. I'm going to try to do the best I can with my words, but
1: Mm -hmm. yeah, you're fine. I will say, so... I don't know. The way you you worded speaking, I immediately thought, like, public speaking. And I was like... (laughs) I don't know. People hate that shit. I will say, if it's any attribution to how I carry myself in speaking in a general sense, um, public speaking was not my strong suit. Like, that was probably, like, one of the lowest things on my list. I didn't realize I had to take that in community college. And when I took it, I was like, oh, this will be no big deal. And then, like, you get up there and in front of everybody and that's where i just shut down <laughs> i'm like what do you mean i mean like i'll catch myself like rambling or oh. like y- bro you've caught me doing it at work before <laughs> like there's times where i don't recognize that i need to stop talking <laughs> and just like and seen all right um why hold on why do you know that like why do you know that about yourself i just i've ha- I've, because my brother for example okay um as he, he is not one to, to pull any punches when it comes to pointing things out uh, about myself <laughs> no. in front of me. Um, but just like other or people. Or so I've heard. that I, I'd say that was probably the catalyst or that was the first first person who I would notice it around because he would just be like, oh, yeah, cool. And like there to a certain point, sometimes it was him just not really wanting to pay attention to whatever I'm saying. But also I would l- reflect sometimes and be like, yeah, like I'm kind of just speaking like words at this point. Like, I'm kind of just trying to continue a conversation as a form of an interaction when there's really no content left to be shared. So there's times now where we're on the phone and it's like, all right, well, I I called you to say the one thing that I wanted to say to you, Uh, unless you have anything else. All right, bye. Like, it would just be very short and abrupt. And I feel like that's something I'm trying to work on as far as, hey, buddy, just shut up. Naomi would tell me that. Oh, Dan! Oh, really? She would tell you, you're rambling, like you're going, you... Well, she might not have been, like, directly, like, you're rambling, but, like, she was in a similar way to my brother, like, she would kind of just give me that reaction that's like, okay, like, let's focus on something else, like... So, so this has been my
0: understanding of it. I, I can't remember what book this information is that I'm about to spew, like, I, I can't I can't remember where it came from, but... All right, so... I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I guess you should you should, we could say it can be seen as disrespectful. I guess just like in the at at I'm trying to think about what level of disrespect. It depends on how you look at time, right? Because I look at time as though it's very very precious. Like I'm about my time. I'm about choosing time wisely to make baller ass decisions. Right But if you and I conglomerate, like like we work together on something, we collaborate. I now have to deal with you. And if you could say the, th- the 300 words that you're about to say in like 30 words mm-hmm. and just make it powerful, firm, concise, succinct, like, like get, I need, because this is what, this is how my mind works. People do this shit all the time to me. I don't think it's just you. I think that there are plenty of people. And I've had to have this conversation before where I need, maybe I'm trying to move around. Let's say we're at work situation mm-hmm. and things have to be done. It's a good example. And you, I'm like prioritizing things and I'm bouncing around. I'm, I'm doing a million things at once. Like you see like what it looks like, like that's what's happening. I'm mm-hmm. moving like that. So I can't spend too much time with you giving me a, a very long detailed story about something. And all I need is really like probably three sentences out of this whole like dissertation. You're about to go on this monologue. Like, like I don't, I don't need all that. You can just be like,
1: <laughs> yo, Go to this table, they need that.
0: Bam, gone. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? But then a lot of times it gets really colorful and It's like well, like well then
1: table 65 did this and like and so now I got go to go. And, and I'm and that's I'm I'm <laughs> bad at giving you a plot line yeah. in a straight path. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that is where a lot of it comes down to. Mm. I I my brother always used to tell me he's like you're a really bad storyteller. <laughs> oh, you got hit with that? I did. I did. And it's I'm totally I I admit it. I admit it. I'm not saying it's not true. And that's in a lot of these situations. I'm like, oh shit, I'm doing that thing again. And so, and like, you know, everybody at work will just be talking. And at some point, like there's just this breakaway, even if there's something that was not finished being said. And a lot of the times I'm guilty of that because I'm just like, oh shit, I'm, I'm just like saying words right now. And like, something else needs to be done or attention needs to be diverted elsewhere yeah, yeah.
0: um like i said it all just like everything else what you do manifests itself in various ways so when you're looking out it may not seem like everyone's doing what you're doing but they're doing it in their own ways mm-hmm. like, tr- like there's it's, trust me there's enough blame to go around <laughs> all right there's no blame going around it for everybody so yeah that's all. That's how I feel about that. We should talk about this fucking music, because Mikey, one, would love this. Absolutely. Because Mikey put me onto it, I believe I told you. Mm-hmm. he was. So Mikey was just, I guess his algorithms were just hitting him hard. And he just ran into three of these songs by... Two
1: feet. Two feet. Thank you for getting him hit, Mikey.
0: Yeah, man, honestly. Shout out to Mikey for and, that and then I think he put a tweet out that said... This has got to be, and I'm paraphrasing, but I believe it's something like, it's like this. This has got to be the best produced album of the year. Mm-hmm. And I think he said, Sounds like Aliens put it together or something <laughs> like that. And then I'm listening to it, and it didn't take me long at all. I mean, I put I pressed play on the new album, Shapes and Forms, or Shapes and Forms. Shapes I believe. and Forms. And that shit started coming through the fucking speakers. What's funny is I was texting Mike about it and he said something like, Yeah, it's like that Kendrick. And as soon as he sent that, I sent to him, This shit came through the speakers with intention. So we both sent those at the same time. At the same exact time. And so I'm then
1: sp- you both are trying to type a reaction it, out right now. Yeah, after I'm just that. like, Holy shit. Like we
0: just mapped on like the same exact thing that we're hearing. What Ke- what Kendrick's album was was intention. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, it's exactly like that. Like you just them fucking oh 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 oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like bro, a the lot of the
1: vocals t- made me think of the vocals on Kendrick. Even like these female vocalists that he mm. would have on, just like having these. Like, kind of in the background, but kind of not. Just, like, yeah, those really beautiful high pitches. Yeah. I'm not going to even try and hit it like you just did. <laughs> Bro, them shits is fire.
0: But, like, Mikey was saying, the notes come through so crisply. Like, I, mm-hmm. I want to know what, how you get your shit to sound like that. Like, what is he using? What is he putting together? Like, what sort of ear does he have? Because it, it doesn't... Do you ever just go through albums and certain songs just aren't as mixed, aren't mixed as well as like other tracks? Like it doesn't sound as well. uh It doesn't sound as harmonious.
1: Like all the different tr- levels. Are you saying in like the direction of the album? No, I'm talking about just the actual. Yeah, like like they put less time into this.
0: Yeah, it just sounds. Yeah, it sounds like there was less time spent on it. I just don't know exactly what that tweaking is because I'm not an enge- engineer of that sort. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like some things are mastered way better. Mm-hmm. You know, and, so, and like I can hear like every fucking instrument, like the snares hitting his voice. Like nothing, nothing is smothering anything else, nothing is combating anything else. Like it seems harmonious. And mm-hmm. I think that's why it's like, attacking me the way that it is mm-hmm. cuz i think it that shit achieved harmony mm-hmm. I, that's that's my take on shapes and forms by 2 feet they he he and it's one dude one we found dude. out it's one dude one guy 2 feet he achieved harmony mm-hmm. that's my take on that fucking album and
1: so and again you said that that's a completely different album going back to his older stuff it's really funny because like you're talking about balance now and i'm like looking back so you know he still has like a good amount of bass in these songs and like just certain certain sound elements and then like you look back at his older stuff and like it's like intense bass and then but then it's contrasted with like this really sharp sound on his guitar Mm. um and so it's kind of different but then like comparing that to the album as you're describing it right now it really is kind of crazy how he's like kind of drawn everything in but found something like in the middle that's just doing a really good job and it's so different
0: yeah I gotta go back and listen so I can have re- reference I, I'm
1: gonna get you hip to that in yeah.
0: the very near future yeah I'm, I, I gotta do that cause this dude is this shit is fire
1: <laughs> super fucking fire it was it was just it was really mind blowing for me because I think like this is probably one of the few artists that you and I have dissected in any length other than Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like yeah. I know I know you have this of I, I, I was texting you this. I know that you have such this this very diverse uh, music taste and I, I like to think that I do as well. But even in that regard, like ours are so different. Oh, you know, that is something that I love about music. Like just knowing someone and like having two or three artists in common is kind of like a crazy chance, especially if it's not one of these like
0: Uh, top five. Super duper.
1: Yeah. Like fucking you like Lady Gaga. Yeah. Like (laughs) like Justin Bieber. (laughs) Once you get outside of like like. The- high school and like the, the general <laughs> sense of like all of your music is just what's hot right now oh gosh you know? like i i know oh this- that was a thing oh yeah that's it's, so trash it's, you know it's the stuff they're gonna play at homecoming and prom every year <laughs> you know like ew,
0: that's nasty i'm so glad yeah high school was awesome for me But I'm so glad that I that we like I graduated on time. Like we got the fuck out of there and opened our minds to things.
1: Mm -hmm. Ew, 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 indeed. Ew, everybody listening to the same. Yeah, nah, man, you gotta slide the plate across the table. No, thank you. Yeah, you got to get out of there. (laughs) Like this is like just a really absurd uh, example, but some friend of mine's dad found out I was into bluegrass, and this is I've only met this person once ever. Years ago, and he showed me this bluegrass band called like the Carolina Chocolate Drops, or something like that. Um, And I, like, I found someone played Carolina Chocolate Drops in front of me, like, within the last six months, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, just weird connections like that in such a like deep, diverse pool of music that Mm -hmm. like anybody could pull anything out. And we chose the same thing. That's very true. It's it's a bonding experience. Okay, yeah, nah.
0: Okay, I get that. Yeah, that's why the other day was cool. Yeah. It, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, that is very very cool. Just talking again, like as you said, me at length about these people and just telling you, man, like the production is awesome and it's just like a vibe. It's it's not even just. The way that he plays the guitar and the way that they're doing the music—it's it's the feeling from inside the music, or else you wouldn't be able to put these fucking vibes together in the first place. I'm just going off, and then I'll show you guys the album, and you're just like, "Oh yeah, I love them," or, or him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "Oh shit!" Like that's very very cool because I was not—I wasn't expecting that from you. Yeah. But from your guest, I was expecting that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of was because again, you had told me that she, that she knows everyone.
1: It's she like. It, I was super surprised at first. And so now when I think I'm onto something new, I'm just like, nah, like she's going to know what it is. Damn. She's going to know what it is. Like there it's, it's like trying to get a gift for someone and, but like, they're really good at guessing or like they know what kind of <laughs> gifts that you're going to get them or whatever. And just really <sighs> genuinely wowing someone with a gift mm-hmm. and it not being something that's like, oh yeah, like kind of expected that. <laughs>
0: I know that this has nothing to do with any of that, but I've been meaning to tell you this for a while, and it just keeps slipping my mind. So, I was in the gym one day, and I was—I think I was like—I was on like some assisted squat rack somewhere. Yeah, I'm just, I wanted—I I wanted, wanted to be assisted. real. I wanted oh to gosh. be real. I was gonna say the squat rack, but I was like, no, no, no let me keep it real. I was—it was assisted. Uh, you know what I mean? You're about to form today. Yeah, you know, (laughs) (laughs) probably actually using a seat and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I just like the, you know, I I have pretty good squat form. Actually. I've been told by like trained people. I'm pretty proud of my form in most regards too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Over there with that fatty. Goddamn right. But anyway, so I was in the gym on this assisted squat rack Mm -hmm. and I heard these two guys talking next to me. And one of them, let's say, I mean, definitely a white dude, both of them were, but one was younger, and I want to say young 40s, mm-hmm. maybe. And then the other one seemed like higher 50s, something like that. So, that, yeah, that sort of gap. And they were talking, and I, I'm i not one to eavesdrop. Like, I I mean that's not quite true it sometimes can be easy in certain it can, situations. it can be easy but yeah but it's like especially if i'm at the gym like i'm working out like i'm, I'm in a zone sometimes i got headphones in even if i'm working with someone else but, so i'm not really listening but i think i'm like switching my hat around or some shit like that and i fucking pull my headphones down and i hear this guy and it's the younger one speaking to the older one and he's like he's like no like you are you are a person of color. Like you are a person of color. Like look at you. Like you're not just white. Like you're 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 pink and you're green and you're blue. Like you're all sorts of different colors. It's a weird, you know, com- it, weird conversation to jump into at the yo, gym. Yo, that's what i <laughs> And I was just like, he was just like, no. So you are a colored person. And I was just like, All right. right. I just put my fucking <laughs> headphones
1: back on. That's when You just like, like turn away. Yeah. And and I just,
0: just I just fucking kept exercising. <laughs> but it's funny though. Because that sounded like it was clearly like an aggressive conversation. Like mm-hmm. he was letting him know, no, like w- whatever it was, he was fighting something, right? Like he was mm-hmm. he, he was fighting something. But I'm looking at you and I've been looking at you for a while now and, bet- and it's wild what's happening. Because between <laughs> all of the pink Floyd colors on your shirt mm-hmm. In the tie-dye hat above your face. Had to represent. I literally see all of the colors from your shirt and your hat on your skin. I'll take that. Yeah, like I see pink, I see green, blue, yellow. Like I see it all is like I see that mixture coming together to make your skin. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like it's pretty, That's, like it's pretty fucking crazy. Like, yeah,
1: if we're getting to the, if we're getting breaking it down, like, <laughs> white is the white is the in in light in light terms, mm-hmm. white is every single color. Oh, uh, in light terms, well, because because like you have like in art when you're mixing material things together like paints and oils and such, uh, you're gonna get like a brown or like a black. But if in the light spectrum, the visible spectrum, mm. white light is Every other color on the spectrum.
0: Mm. It
1: is everything kind of focused into at, at, in one beam, in mm. one frequency, mm. maybe.
0: So in other words, you're saying that you are pure.
1: Oh my Lances. Some, something <gasps> told me I was gonna get put in a Burt Kreischer type of situation here. Oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> yo, that's super wild.
0: Oh man. Oh, we said we said that we had no idea what we were going to be expecting. I mean that's just that's just the way you roll into them man. You just fucking you know, whatever happens.
1: I will say I'm not one to say that I am every color of any sort or if we're if we're breaking down uh, who who is and who isn't a colored person, yo guys, I am white, whiter than anything. I am so white, so I'm just going to leave yeah. that on. For those who are listening and right. not watching this, who can see with their own eyes just how white I they am. They
0: definitely. Do you think that you have a, anything but a white guy voice for the people that aren't watching? Nah. Do you think you could be... I don't know. Maybe ask the viewers. What has anyone <laughs> ever said about... Wait a minute. Okay, so you just heard... Actually, I, I do want to go back on this point about someone calling you out and telling you that you're a bad storyteller. Mm-hmm. How, I, 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 just because that was probably been like the only like really really serious thing so far. Why, or how do you get better at telling a story? Have you taken any sort of time to try to figure out why stories are good and how to set them up? And
1: so. I've I've what I have tr- been very conscious of and trying and get better at, but sometimes the person I am, I get so excited. I think that's why sometimes I I start to stutter a little bit because mm. I'm just I'm so excited to say something or I'm the words are going through my mind faster than I can Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of the time it's just like slowing it down, thinking thinking about everything I want to say before I say it instead of just getting out like phrases <sighs> at a time. And just instead of chopping it up and jumping around and I got to sit there and I have to organize it all kind of just be like, okay, this happened and then it goes to this and then to that. These are the details that I need in there instead. As far as the delivery aspect of things, though, because I'm there's a certain part of it as I'm constantly watching comedians and all that sort of thing. There's a certain delivery in the story that I believe I lack. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but but some it's it's hit or miss. And so as you it's see it me it. at work, it. I will not hesitate <laughs> to try a, the delivery of some stupid ass joke and sometimes it hits and sometimes <laughs> it doesn't. And that's something I'm not afraid of trying. Yes. So I can I, I'll pat myself on the back for that one. Okay. But I don't think I can read into it in the sense that you know I know how to deliver this to make it good.
0: So would you say that you're much more of a divergent thinker than a convergent thinker? We've talked about this before. So remind me which one is the, the, well, the divergent thinker, that would be the one where your mind goes in various ways, looking at various options of what to talk about or how to talk about it. And and so that, or, or more so just that, Maybe you don't get through how you like to talk about it, but you at least see different options. Mm -hmm. So one idea sparks a few different ideas. I'm that one. (laughs) And you can can think much more creatively than you can do well at a fucking Scantron test. Mm -hmm. Like that that sort. Um, Like having to give a direct yes answer to something as opposed to, hey, tell me everything that you could use that mug for right there. mm -hmm. Right? Like if I give you an hour... With a piece of paper or a computer to write down as many different ways you can use that mug, like just off the top of your head, what do you think you'd come up with?
1: Hammer, using it as a water source. Okay. Um, I could use I could use the lid as a uh, uh, something to put under the chair leg so it what doesn't wobble. Okay. A wobble wedge. A wobble wedge. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, I could maybe filter a thicker thing. Uh, Use the the lid as a filtering device to prevent large debris from getting into my cup. (laughs) Um, I could probably use this handle and put it onto something if I needed a little more leverage on something to pull. Okay. Um, Not sure the durability on that because that would probably snap because it's plastic. Um, I could use it as a defense uh, weapon. uh, (laughs) For sure. For sure. This thing is the hammer again. Yeah. If there's water in it, game over. Um, Yeah. Yeah, cause how many ounces is that? Like forty. Forty? Oh yeah, that's coming with some heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's coming with some heat. After like after like working out my arms, like lifting that thing is, yeah, it's a task. So so okay so so that's about my my list. Yeah. See, so a lot
0: a lot of people's lists are much shorter than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they just that's they think I could put water in it, coffee in it, like so I could put liquids in it. Mm-hmm. I could put liquids in it. I could drink from it and maybe you know, use it as a container for some more things mm-hmm. that aren't liquids. <laughs> I can put some nuts in it, like some some chips in it. Yeah. You know, like p- there are people's minds that just think of functionality types like that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I know what it's for. So I think in those terms. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's why, that's why I'm asking. I'm trying to figure out a little bit more of like what's going on in Nick's mind and social situations.
1: So it's interesting because, and maybe this correlates, maybe it doesn't, but Going back to like like the the stereotypical, like you're either a math science or an English arts mm-hmm. uh, kid. Yeah. Um I was always math science. I was always good at it. I was like really good about that stuff, kind of like that internal thinking instead of like I've seen I've thinking. seen it at work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you I've seen it. Stop. Um <laughs> But now, like I'm also one to just think very outward and get a lot of like my my stimulations and my thoughts from like outward sources um and so like i genuinely do get confused sometimes on whether i'm like more of an artistic person or like someone more based in like more calculated the the calculated the logic the laws like this is how it is um I was always a, like a rule follower for the most part growing up. Mm. Like I was just like, I mean, if that's the rule, like, <laughs> like people. Yeah. Every time you tell me about your fucking childhood, I'm like, bro, we did that shit differently. I mean, I got rebellious towards the end, but like, even in that regard, like, you know, like it was it just, like a respectful rebellion. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, well, it, like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak out of the house later in the night. I'm not gonna show up late for dinner. Oh, okay. Like okay. something like that. Okay. Yeah. Well. It, that's solid. I feel like that's a that's a solid move. It's a win win. Yeah, like you're
0: going out, like you're still getting what you want. You're just also gonna no. That's that's like solid.
1: I'm conforming to the rules that are still at uh, at play, but like I'm also gonna try and find a way out. <laughs> try and find a way to still do the thing that I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's solid. Yeah, you were doing
0: a lot more consideration than a lot of other kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. <sighs> yeah.
1: Got a big heart I it's mean too yeah, you, no, you did too a, big it's too big it's sometimes you
0: don't listen you don't have to go through like having going through a bunch of trouble I thought that my childhood was awesome and I just took the beatings as they came <laughs> right Right? but I did a
1: lot of what the fuck I wanted to do mm-hmm. so that was my brother my you know, brother like I being the little brother I watched my brother get his ass beat so much <laughs> that I was like I'm good I'm good I watched my dad get a switch from the tree yeah and beat my brother's ass with it and I was just like how
0: do you feel about beating your
1: kids? Cor- <sighs> corporal punishment I guess I should say. We've talked about this before. Um and it was a very enlightening discussion. Oh, um, I think we did. Yeah. And, yeah we were in, eating in, together in the lunchbox. Yeah. Um but I I think it would there a certain part of me if if my kid really just did something like absolutely diabolical like I, I Something die by like it would be like it'd be like a smack on the head or like (laughs) like I could like I could never just like full on like just go like you know I couldn't just give him a one hundred percent you know like (laughs) yo giving your child one hundred (laughs) percent That's fair that's fair. Like not That's even, crazy. He get ten percent. Like, get <laughs> He's getting ten percent. It's not just like I feel like ten percent is a lot too. Mm-hmm. I feel like, are you talking about ten
0: percent of your what you could do? I think. I think. I feel like you got it.
1: <laughs> I feel like you got like to bring it back a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's a really difficult gauging for this. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll say, part of what it was for me as a kid, is watching, like watching your parent punish you or a sibling. Um, it's it's the words that aren't said that are heard. Mm. You know, like the words Ooh. said through the action. You know what I'm so saying? Like dropping gems. You know, like because I, I think when you're like younger, it's if your parent was just to be like, like, you really disappointed me with this decision. You know, like if you, if they said that and you're probably like under the age of like 12 maybe like for most kids probably closer to like 15 having more mental maturity but like I feel like you're not going to register that but like when you watch them get to this point where you've upset them and like there's a small amount of pain inflicted again this is me not justifying it this is me my personal experience through childhood (laughs) Um, it's like ow fuck that hurt and then like there's kind of just this tone set afterwards it's like this is how you've made like it's gotten to this point Right. you know like if like you had listened to the warnings beforehand in some parental situations, they might not give the proper communication before with warnings and everything. But I feel like we got enough warnings if, if we kept disobeying at a certain point, like, like, come on, dude, like you should have fucking listened. Dude, I
0: haven't thought about this in like the longest time until the other day. My, my dad had uh, he had brought someone up. To me, and I hadn't thought about this person in so long. But it was like it's like an old girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Of and yours? No, of his. Oh. Like way back in the day. I was a little kid. I couldn't tell you how young I was. I mean, yeah, I don't know, maybe like five or six, something like that. I was real young. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I don't I don't remember as you're saying that she communicated her disgust for this thing I'm about to say. But she must have, or I'm hoping that she did, because if not, then when I, okay, she did once. She told me not to do this thing one time, and then I did it another time. It didn't go well. So I'm at the grocery store with her and I think my brother. And we're walking through the aisles, and I think I start I start whispering to my brother. Like, I'm trying to. I don't know. I think I'm, maybe I'm trying to plot for us to get, like, some ice cream or something. Like, I'm just like, yo, like, how can we get her to get us, like, some ice cream? You know what I mean? Trying to figure mm-hmm. some little kid shit yeah. out. So I'm whispering to him. And she was like, hey, don't whisper around me. And I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, oh, fuck, all right. And i like kept walking okay. yeah yeah like yeah sure <laughs> man like oh yep for sure but i'm a little kid i'm fucking stupid and i want what i want so you know not too long afterwards i'm whispering to my brother, like hey man just, yeah. <laughs> hey man we gotta get this motherfucking cookie dough ice cream man like we gotta find <laughs> a way like what, God, like what can God. we say to it yeah do you think we can just yeah exactly <laughs> and i the strongest backhand that may have been mm. to me as a kid, it sure did feel like it was a hundred percent.
1: Right, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like as a kid, you feel that like realistically, they they would have knocked your ass on your feet, it, off your feet. Bro, I, she's right in the front of my face,
0: and I'm walking down the aisle and my nose is leaking. And like there's Re-bleeding? just bleeding. Yeah, there's blood oh, just dripping like shit. on the ground, and I'm just like walking and I don't want to say anything because She's just the one that fucking smacked right, me you know, She's a so angry, I'm not gonna, and terrified. Yeah, so I'm not a, about to fucking ask her for anything. I remember this vividly, and so I just didn't say shit. And then there was like this old white lady that was like, "Um, excuse me, like he is he's bleeding, he's he's bleeding." And then I guess she cl- clearly started like, to oh, shit, yeah, start, yeah. So he tried to you know tend to me or whatever. But yeah, I, I definitely remember that shit was that shit was definitely wild. And then and then ever since then. I've been I've been very conscious uh conscious of whispering around people. Mm-hmm. Like I realized that like from that time I hadn't thought about it until someone pointed it out to me like a, like a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm very conscious of people whispering. It, because it I mean, do I think I should have got the shit smacked out of me? No. No. <laughs> but but I do think that there is something now, now I don't know what she was going through because these are two kids whispering. So like but I don't like sure. I don't know what the fuck she was going through. This she- is
1: also I would like to say not your biological child, which, <laughs> bro, when my stepdad tried to come at me different, that would like send me over the edge. I,
0: I think that yeah, we, we came from a more of a it takes a village type of yeah, ra- raising. So whoever, so whoever's overseeing mm-hmm. that child that's that's mommy and daddy like that's who that's whoever it is that's who's in charge that's authority Mm -hmm. that's the dictator
1: that's fair pretty much for me if like if it wasn't blood i feel like there's like a disconnect like if an an aunt or an uncle was like scolding me or like smacked me for doing acting up like that'd be different but Mm -hmm. when you get out of the circle
0: yeah but then, then there just comes a time where it's it, it's weird how it happens. You just kind of feel it in you when you're like you're not about that shit. Like when you go out of the ass beating stage,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you just like I don't know what happens, Maybe You you just
1: uh, it definitely.
0: Maybe is. it's when you start to look eye to eye to your parent. I don't know, like what exactly what it is. It probably has a lot to do with height. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, because it's, it's like a at a certain complex. point, it's like come on, man. Like mm-hmm. you, we're, we're, we're definitely not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm fucking 13 or 14, but I have a crazy growth spurt, like, it's over. It's up in this house. Right.
1: There's, like, 12 and 13-year-olds. My younger cousin I saw the other day for the first time in, like, three or four years. He's, like, 13 or 12 or 13, and he's, like, taller than me. And I'm, like, damn, (laughs) dude, you outgrew all of the hails.
0: Damn. (laughs) 12, 13. Mm Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I had a I was I was late. I was average. Mm-hmm. I was average growth till about sophomore till sophomore year and then
1: I just then I shot up. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty nice. nice. I mean you <laughs> w- w- how tall are you 5'10? I'm like, I feel like I'm textbook average height. Wh- like I'm surrounded by tall people. <laughs> Outside of like our our work department, it's hilarious how many short people work in Herd and AMLS. But I think a lot of the people I surround myself by are, like, always taller than me.
0: When I, when my friends and I ever have gone out to, like, large places, like clubs or lounges, anything like that, we just just laugh at ourselves, just looking around, noticing that we're just looking over. Like, we can just see the whole crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just looking over top of everybody's heads. It's just fucking, it's pretty funny. It's just, like, a different, just a different vantage point. Mm-hmm. But it's it's, like, it's good, though. Because you need to know what's going on. Well, I like to know what's going on around Situation me. Situationally, yeah, where yeah, just like who's because you can start. You can like look in people's eyes and see if they're looking at someone a little too much and if mm. if they have like bad intentions and it's like mm. Mm, yeah, like you know, it's funny because I was supposed to pod with with Keon a couple of days ago. Some stuff came up. I was like, let me plug this guy, right? So I plucked you out. We're here now, but it's funny because so the the pod wasn't set up fully. But duty comes back, and he says, as soon as he opened up the door and closed the door, he was just like, oh, like the pod didn't happen, right? He just knew, oh, the pod didn't happen. Mm-hmm. He was like, just the vibe wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because when we say vibe about something. It's really that like we're reading that things are different. The energy that things like it, but but you're but you're actually you may not be able to articulate it to yourself, but you're actually detecting a bunch of things that are off. And then you're feeling what those detections are telling you. And so that's what we kind of call like the vibe that's but, why
1: I said it felt like there was some sort of permanence to this setup here mm-hmm, Right, right right like right. something about it just felt like this is how things are mm-hmm. you know and so you, you can feel when things aren't as they are like something in here was moved around did
0: you ever did you ever play that game when you were a kid I was talking to him about it where it was just two two pictures that were seemingly the same, but it's like, draw find the 10 things in this photo that aren't in this photo oh yeah, or time. that are missing or whatever. I love those games. It's those types of games, yeah, that kind of give you a better sense of when you walk in somewhere, if that shit is not right or not. Mm-hmm. So you just start looking around in crowds when you're out, when you're tall. And you just start, you be looking at people and just seeing what's the vibe. Why is
1: the crowd parting over there?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, nah, you got to be, if the crowd is parting, you got to, either someone's about to start dancing crazy, because every once in a while you get those dudes, they just go out and, just <laughs> and they just start like doing all sorts of wild shit and doing backflips. Like if you ever, have you ever, oh, what? Well, you're still young. This is a great thing about this too. Young buck. Young buck. 21, right? Still? Yes, sir. 21. 21 and a half-ish. I'm th- and I'm like 31. Yeah. Anyway, well, when you go out, you will find yeah. that there will be these breakdancing sons of bitches that go out. They get a little bit of drink in their system, and they go out, and they just start killing the scene. You got—like, they just start— and seeing it on video is not the same. Like seeing someone just like tell people to back up yeah. in a club, be like,
1: "Yo, back! Give, give me some room! Give me some room!" I'm about to blow people's <laughs>
0: minds. And just like you're just
1: like this ten foot circle, and this dude gets to moving. It's like like I feel like it's comparable. Like when you know when you people see people like doing the spinning on their back and their head and shit. It'd be like if you a, a crowd parted. And before Michael Jackson is a thing, someone just starts like like moonwalking <laughs> in the middle of the dance floor, you know? Yeah. And just like people are like, like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" I could never fathom being able to do that. Like, bro. So duty just came
0: back from New York. He was he was up there doing uh, some flat football turning. Nice. And. What did I just say, turning, turning, touring. I just call it, I just to- touring. <laughs> so, yeah, touring. And so he was just walking the streets by himself, and just stumbled upon, as you do in New York City, a bunch of street performers. Mm-hmm. And there are just some, some of the wildly best. talented people out here. Just like this this old black dude, it clearly looked like he just pretty much lives on the street, but he's just. Phenom, like his rhythm mm-hmm. he had drum, uh, he had buckets and pots and pans yeah. and was going crazy mm-hmm. had wild rhythm the way, oh my god I could never even hope to try to mimic it so I'm not even gonna try to but it was fucking insane like yo they out here I like- saw some of that in Nashville oh, I bet you did, mm-hmm. I- again that's what I heard about Nashville, just every place you go, it- he was like he was this is also from uh flag football tur- uh touring but that he was like it didn't matter there was live music in the taco bell mm-hmm. he was like there's just live music everywhere everywhere that's crazy
1: so, so yeah i would imagine so the main drag of uh nashville they call broadway um hmm. <laughs> good night save i'm, I'm pretty sure um it's like every single bar they're all right next to each other they all are playing music and they all have like these long like eight ten foot windows that most of them are opened up and like you can hear the music out in the streets and you're like walking by like so many people they don't even go into the bars they'll just sit by the windows and like smoke cigarettes or like maybe they got a drink somewhere else Mm. um and it was kind of crazy we were uh me and uh my guest, where yeah. we're thinking like it's really weird how all of these musicians are able to play with other because like you can definitely hear the band right across the wall from you playing and probably right down the street. Mm. So it's kind of impressive that all of these people are playing live music while they're just getting blasted like live music from all other directions.
0: Right, right. That's very true. I, I see what you. That's saying. a talent in its own. Yeah, having to tune out. Yeah, like you don't have a
1: studio, you don't have like your own little box where like you know crowd of like white noise. It's like
0: yeah, yeah, like you're already hearing other rhythms and things like that going Mm -hmm. on in the distance. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. I guess that is a talent in yourself. It focus, right? Focus. What's all right? So here's something we haven't really. uh, I don't think we've gotten too much of a chance to speak about, but it probably wouldn't surprise you. Okay. Which is uh, one of the questions I've been being asked uh, asked a lot is how is this new position treating you, mm-hmm. right? Like, how are you feeling? Is it sort of like, did you feel like, oh, shouldn't have did that? Like, any, any regrets with, you know, what's going on over there? Mm-hmm. And I've been finding myself, a- as I do, being honest and trying to reciprocate the level of of understanding that I feel like the person in front of me is is going to be able to have or what our level of relationship um uh what our level of relationship makes me responsible for right when it comes to speaking about certain things and Exactly how much of my life I ought to be giving these people, or mm-hmm. you know all that sort of stuff
1: priorities,
0: yeah, so the the answer that I've been giving has a lot to do with this focus thing i've I've been talking to people in short versions, medium versions, long versions, but this is this is pretty much the whole version. We very well <clears throat> listen to music differently and we watch films differently, this is like a very easy way of conceptualizing it. Mm -hmm. And when you hear some shit is trash, whether it be a new album or a new movie, and then you go and watch it, and not only is it not trash, but you really, really like it, you just have to understand the different different strokes for different folks. People are just gonna do their own different thing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That means a whole lot when people are telling you what you are going to experience if you make a certain decision you don't know what i'm going to experience because you're not me we don't live a similar lifestyle right so when it comes to high stress environments it makes all the sense in the world to me that most people would you'd be able to sense the high stress like seeping from their pores mm-hmm. I, I it, that it wouldn't it, it would make sense to me only because I hear about how people live in general. And so there was there's been the last decade of my life, which has been a whole lot of work towards garnering some sense of resilience Mm -hmm. right in oneself and and peace and that that travels in every direction so then i come and do this thing this new thing and i'm me doing that thing and it's going the way that things usually do when i do it Mm -hmm. so i'm good for anyone who may be listening for you in case you were wondering at all um, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I already know. <laughs> yeah, I thought you may have. <laughs> yeah, but I just wanted to, you know, just in case you didn't, I, I'm I'm really, really good and having a lot of fun doing it and learning a ton, learning a ton from the things people say and the things that they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, very, yeah. very fascinating
1: learning experience. Um, I was talking to Von Marie earlier today and... I, we were just commenting on, I, I told her, I was like, I was like, I like that little sliced bread container we have now, you know, we're pre-cutting all the bread, you know, instead of just everyone cutting, they're, they're just, uh-uh, this is just my bread. We got this one slice. This is, next guy's got to cut his own damn bread. <laughs> Ain't no fucking way. Uh, um, well, so the, so the,
0: the theory behind that, or the science behind that, I should say is that. As soon as, because this is made in house and there's not a ton of uh, yeast in there to or preserves, wouldn't it go it, stale? It goes stale quicker mm-hmm. if you chop it all up. That makes sense, right? So, oxygen so, so, coming yeah, in contact exactly. with it. So that so that's the thinking behind why sometimes we're we're, su- I, we're we're supposed to do that because we're not necessarily supposed to just cut
1: the bread all, all up. Like we're I I think I heard chef shut that down <laughs> yeah. like months ago, um, but doing it in the right ratio, you know, not cutting up all the bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But cut up a reasonable amount. And you're know, like, it's safe to assume we might have at least 5 <laughs> orders of each bread type, you know. There might be a I'm few with you. stragglers. I'm going to take I'm going to take
0: some of these things back to work.
1: Right. Okay. <laughs> but um not just that, we just like it's just little changes, the little stuff recently um we partially have you mostly have you to thank for a lot of these little changes that we are receiving. Um, this guy's re- this guy's gonna gonna kill it in his supervisor position. Guys, just <laughs> no, so you know.
0: I, I respect that. Thank you very much.
1: Um, I do, but yeah, like I'm you know like I'm about to leave, and it's really nice just seeing new little stuff making everyone's lives easier. Mm. Like that is I get a lot of satisfaction in like seeing like you know I know you're gonna take care of Harriman's for as long as you decide that that is your your purpose at the moment.
0: I, I do I, when you when you deal with a bunch of other shit like when you get all of like a bunch of shit out of the way mm-hmm. there's just so much everything else seems so much easier mm-hmm. like it's so much easier to do. so I, I really feel like that's a lot of people's battles when it comes to doing something it's the, the difference between someone that's good at something and someone that's like great at doing something is literally the the sense of focus. It's the amount of focus that that person is going to have over them. Most of the time, I mean, unless we're talking about sports, and even in that sense, focus as well. But you know, if you also have like a LeBron James ass body, that's going to help as well.
1: Oh, for sure. Oh,
0: you know what I mean? A or, or fucking you know Giannis Antetokounmpo.
1: There is some mental you know? fortitude in sports. Yeah, but there's but, a lot of physique.
0: Yes. Yes. In some in some sports, much more than others. Uh, intellect. Yeah, intellectual and yeah, yeah, for sure. Mhm. But yeah, so it, that's that's pretty much what it is. Um Yeah, it feels it feels great. Good. It feels great and and thank you for all your kind words. Absolutely. I again, I have no I have no intention of doing any less than my best when I do things. I got like that's weird to me anyway. Mm-hmm. Like just like choosing to do something and just like half-assing it. It's like, nigga, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Dude, do, like do the thing. Mm-hmm. Do it. Like, what do you that's, that's or or, d- or don't
1: do it get out of the way do something else like that's that's why I know it's it's taken care of for right now you know? yeah like I yeah, know that you're just gonna you're like yeah I'm gonna yeah, come in here I'm gonna do my job yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna
0: do it speaking of all these things that we're, we're doing mm-hmm. I'm glad that we were able to do this before you made the move down in Nashville. Yes, sir. yeah
1: like I wanted this to I wanted to have one recorded before you left um and it's funny I was thinking about this a little bit earlier when we we're talking about uh Divergent, convergent, um, and how I kind of conflict between this like scientific base and like art form. Um, I was thinking about it in that moment, and so for for the listeners, I'm I'm going to be going into CAD work, which is like 3D modeling. You know, if you're doing it, computer automated design, computer automated drafting, drafting, mm-hmm. okay. because drafting is like like blueprinting. And of course, it wasn't always done by computer. It was done by hand. Right. Which, <laughs> yo, like what a time to be alive. Like, I'm sure that the like 80 year olds that are like watching us just learn how to do this shit on the computer. Are like, man, like. You guys suck. Right, you guys that's suck. Insane. Back in my day,
0: they were drawing out dimensions for
1: jewelry, mm-hmm. drawing everything them out like buildings, everything that has <laughs> <Right>. blueprints <laughs> right. is literally getting done by hand. Whereas now <laughs> we just do it on the computer. We like basically like you change the font essentially, but like you change like whatever the default is for the lines and like the 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 numbers and everything, and you just print it on blue paper that's wow, it wow yeah, man that's do.
0: crazy those man and and right now like you wouldn't know where to start if you lost the computer or didn't have the program like you wouldn't know like there's no
1: backup drawing like drawing just kind of took a back seat it like, depends on your computer setup um so my my teacher down there he actually uh highly recommends getting um i don't know if it's 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 a certain cloud service Um, I forget what it's called at the moment, Mm. but he recommends this cloud surface because he explains that while you're making a uh, a model in the program we use Rhino um, and you save over it, you know, anytime you click save, you save over it or whatever. If you are opening one up or while it's saving it, it like, like using corrupts the file. If, if uh, sorry, let me start over here. Um, if you're saving, or in, in random instances, if your program crashes, it will like corrupt. The, it will corrupt that file, and then then you're you, 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 gg. Like you, you right. have to start over. But if you have an iCloud, uh, a certain iCloud setup, I'm probably gonna get this software and have him help me walk me through that when I get down there. But like every time you click save, it sends a separate file off to this cloud thing, off your computer. If this file crashes, you have the one that was live 10 minutes ago, you know, before your current changes and everything. Um, So, yeah, like there's that fear. There's, you know, if you have all your files on one computer and you're not backed up and you lose that computer, you're done. Yeah,
0: that's why I was wondering if you had to do something because I'm assuming, well, yeah, a lot of these things have deadlines. Like, yo, I need this. By this time, like I got to get this thing done. I got to build this building or I have to make this necklace, whatever it is. Right. I, I got a date because right? yeah. because I have customers and I told them it'd be this amount of days. Mm-hmm. So if some shit crashed, I just feel like wouldn't it be nice to be able to know how to draw some shit up if you had to?
1: And is that encouraged at all? Or do we still have those classes even? So honestly that's not even the worry there it's that if if someone's coming to me for a for a file they're probably coming to me because they plan on casting part of this article of jewelry okay so like there's you know there's hand fabrication which is say you you melt down the metal you make it and you shape it into whatever ingot or whatever shape you're starting out with and you're doing everything by hand and then there's in my 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 job is partly for people who are trying to cast certain parts so in casting you you make a mold um and then that's when you pretty much you pour liquid gold into whatever shaped mold that you uh created Mm. and then you have it set and there's usually like little structure uh like branches or you'll what they do for rings is they call it that you build it on like what's called a tree Mm. and so you kind of drop it down and you see all these think of just like an upside down tree all of these little branches come out and on those branches you will have one whole ring at some point on that branch oh wow um so you're reducing the time it takes to make the same amount of pieces you know if it takes a dude an hour and a half to make one of these rings and you make a mold it might take you five or six hours of work or whatever but you make the file, you send the mold off, it gets made, and you can make six, eight, 12 in the time it takes you to melt down the gold and pour it in there and let it cool. And then you just touch them up a little bit. So mostly, usually I'm not making a perfect piece. So I'm making something that a, a bench jeweler, like my brother, shout out to Nathan Hale Co. Uh, <laughs> buy my brother's jewelry. Yeah. Um,
0: I'll, th- I'll throw his Instagram or whatever he's got on the on the description.
1: That. Yeah. Uh, He'd appreciate that. But um, I'm going to get like an 80% final draft, and then I'm going to give it to a a, a a real jeweler. I might get some flack in the <laughs> industry like three years from now. Damn, a real jeweler. Um, but from what I see, like the hands-on side of the jeweling uh, industry, um, he's going to set the stones usually unless I know how to do that, which I might take classes to do that. But he's going to set the stones. He's going to polish it up. He's going to, you know, maybe do some, some, some sketching, some sculpting, um, maybe some inlay work, all sorts of stuff. There's a million different ways you could go from there, but they're coming to me usually for something that needs a computer file to make, right? Because the casting machine is going to need that, mm-hmm. you know. So a handmade sketch doesn't do too much good (laughs) if it was architecture then maybe then most likely i would say okay but in this instance it's like like, because they're not they're not 3d printing buildings right yeah (laughs) yeah exactly exactly but uh okay in my line i think it's it's much more mandatory required uh for
0: Well, well to know the system of course yeah but it would be much more mandatory in the other
1: one you're saying in the jewelry industry it's going to be mandatory for you to have a computer file.
0: Right, right, right. And I'm saying yeah, and then in the other one it may also be mandatory to just know how oh, to draw yes. some shit up. Absolutely. Yeah. Cuz I feel like that would be like that would be something you want. There's so many things where if the lights cut off, we wouldn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like people would just be like, "Oh fuck, like what do I do if I don't have electricity. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to throw a huge wrench in a lot of people's day. Imagine
1: people who don't have, like, candles in their house.
0: No candles. Nothing. No oil diffusers. Yeah. You don't oh, have. Well, I mean, well, never mind. Oil diffusers are going to take the It's not battery-powered. I actually have to plug that in. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, actually, yeah, that too.
1: I mean, you got the olden day oil diffusers, just a little oil lamp or something, <laughs> you know? Oh. Like, the candles that have the wax up top you and know it just what? melts. You
0: know what? I've never really wanted anything for a house, but I think I'd want some some of the lanterns.
1: Lanterns. Yeah, like I mean, those old school, old school, full size like lantern. Yeah. Are you talking outside? <laughs> I was, Wait, is inside bed? <laughs> I was just thinking of open flame. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly possible. And I'm not yes. sure what specific design of lantern you're thinking okay, of. Okay, then I should be, Yeah, let's place it outside. An iron lantern, you know, if it's made it out of cast iron let's or whatever. Pla- let's, pla- let's place it outside. Let's, yeah. uh, okay, let's. You could have them hanging, like, around the porch.
0: All right, if, all right. What's, what's, all right. Let's just start putting together, like, the coolest house.
1: It's, like, back deck, all right?
0: Okay, back deck. Nice big back deck. Okay. Um, is this, is this back deck? Like
1: a balcony or oh, I'm sorry, or is this just the deck? Back deck leads to like a backyard or something. Okay. You know, you got like the side steps down. Okay. Maybe a pool. Oh, so this is elevated. Yes. This back deck. Oh, okay. 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 So this,
0: so this connects, the, the balcony connects to the second story yeah, of this the, house. The
1: main level some or even, because if you have like a back, back deck where like the basement door goes out into the back. Okay.
0: So we got the deck. We got, we got, the, got deck. the lanterns. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe like a nice roof to this deck. Of course. Okay,
0: I believe it's called a portico. There
1: you go. I portico. think so. Yeah. A nice portico. Okay. Maybe have the lanterns hanging down. Okay. Um,
0: not too low. Hold on, you just low. had them shits by your
1: head. Not too <laughs> low. <It was> like, <laughs> not to scale.
0: Right. Not to everything. Scale. Um. Also, maybe like a little a fire pit out back. For sure. Grill on the deck.
1: Grill on the deck. Um. Yeah, a little fire spot. Maybe maybe a pool. We're not we're not sure the, the the parameters of this backyard.
0: Well we're just I mean we're just talking about the, just the coolest home. Like what do oh. you
1: need? I need rocking chairs out front. Oh yes. I need yes. rocking
0: chairs out front for sure.
1: So the lavender farm derailment here. The lavender farm I worked on. Um, shout out to Seven Oaks Lavender Farm. Can um,
0: uh, we put them in the description too? <laughs> no. <it's okay. laughs>
1: um the mother of there's a co ownership, mother and a daughter um the mother who's like the grandmother of all my generation um her house is on the hill uh her daughter's house is down here but up on the hill right in front of the lavender fields, straight ahead of you she has this beautiful front porch wraps around the sides and she has like 12 rocking chairs of different sizes <laughs> and varieties and i Damn. used to just sit there with my lunch 12 30 came around i'd sit there with my turkey sandwich And just go to town for like an hour and just like, it was, it was meditating, honestly. Oh, just like middle of the day, just peace and quiet, getting to watch all the people enjoy doing all of their activities with friends and family and not having to be working it Mm -hmm. and just enjoying my lunch.
0: What sort of old person you think you're going to be? When I mean old, I mean like between like 60 and 70, like that type of old. Assuming my mental capacity keeps up. Okay. All right. We
1: should talk about Lion's Mane after
0: this. (laughs) But
1: but go ahead. (laughs) Um, Definitely, I would just be like a really good... Mr. Hall, uh, who I served the last couple (laughs) days. Just a very like lighthearted, goofy old man who kind of likes to just shoot the shit with you for like a couple seconds. Maybe just say like a couple wacky little things. Um... Just like I'm just gonna I'm gonna try. I don't want to be a grumpy old person. I I just wanna be a happy old person that's just like thrilled to be here, you know. I like that. I'm too old to care about all this shit. Yeah, that's kind (laughs) of what I was
0: thinking. I'm just thinking about like the whole vibe of just like being old and rocking on that chair maybe you're like looking at a oh, fucking it's sunset it's different
1: when i'm 70 and
0: you have yeah you have someone next to you that fucking loves you and you're just rocking back and forth and you guys are having like a fucking glass of lemonade or maybe some whiskey mm-hmm. or something like some that sweet tea you know what i mean just sitting there talking chatting holding hands damn just just fucking rocking That's you know awesome. it's like it's like warm but there's just a slight breeze slight coming breeze, through slight
1: breeze of course like like 65 70 degrees but it's nighttime so it's cool you got Maybe. a nice got a nice dog by your side. Oh yeah. You gotta have the dog.
0: And if you have a cat too, there's a nice That's the like plan. one of the nice wise yeah. cats. I've seen I'll never forget this cat. I've only seen it once. But it was around my ex-girlfriend's neighborhood. I think I had to t- I had to tell her about it. I was like, yo, I was fucking walking to your house one day, and this fucking cat was in the middle of the street, <laughs> and it was just the most elegant creature i'd ever seen in my life it was just standing up on you know like all of its paws and it was just like looking straight into my eyes mm-hmm. crystal blue eyes sort of like oh, yours, yeah. and it was like gray it was like silver almost and just had these super perky ears and sort of like a kind of like a a fat fluffy face. like Not necessarily fat but definitely a wider, like
1: a big head. Or uh, a lot of cats the their cheek fur kind of like flares out. Yeah, it was a little bit like that, exactly. A more like almond shaped head, but like right. horizontally.
0: It just yeah, it was like the whole face was like a big like silver diamond mm-hmm. and then it had like these diamond eyes and oh, it was just like yeah. and it was just looking at me and it just it didn't move a fucking muscle. And then I fucking looked away to see if there was, like, anyone else around that I could yo, be like, yo, yo do you see this? this? Yeah, exactly. I tried to do that, and I looked back, and the cat was gone. Mm. And I never saw that motherfucker again. I'm like, with the pss, pss, pss. Yeah, you're a fucking fool. <laughs> Every time. So, so, yeah. So, if you had a cat like that, in a nice, you know, wholesome, you know, the dog with you. The dog's been through everything along cat's with you. cat's probably y'all. chilling on the railing. You know what I'm saying? I do. Like that, like that, oh, Mm. that's what i'm talking about that's nice that's that's something you can see right sink your off teeth into the into. sunset yeah just just energy. chilling but one person that really fuck with you mm-hmm. <laughs> just just chilling waiting to, you know enjoying enjoying your days that's just that's that's the goal that's the goal
1: um i didn't get to a point earlier and i just recalled um the reason i brought up the uh my CAD software is going back to the Convergent Divergent. I feel like it's a balance of the two because I have to I have to use very technical, methodical, you know, like very specific measurements. I'm really doing everything piece by piece. Um, But then directing it towards something like jewelry, I'm getting some of the artistic stuff while also kind of appealing to what I've considered to be a more mathematical and straightened, narrow, 90-degree type of fellow.
0: You know, it's funny for guys like us, and I'm, I say that because we've we've both gone through this, you and I, mm-hmm. right? And and I've had bouts with it as well. It's so funny that we feel like we ever have to be one thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's very funny that it just... For some reason, you know, whether it's been through conditioning or it's just, I don't know, or it's just easier for our brains to do all, you know, all together. But just seeing things as one thing Mm -hmm. is very fascinating to me. Just like no spectrum, no nuance about it. Like you just see it as like this one thing. I think that we... Move up and down this scale, probably depending upon the things that we're eating or the sort of conversation, like the sort of impressions we're taking in. Mm-hmm. You'll probably slide to being more of a technical person if you just find yourself doing that a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But then you might find yourself kind of like drowning it at one point, and feeling like now you need to do something creative, mm-hmm. you know. And then and then maybe you start doing a whole lot of creative stuff, and then you find yourself like, oh wait, no, I got to go back the other way, and mm-hmm. just keep teeter tottering between the two, but. I think it's just easier to say that as opposed to picking like, oh, I'm an analytical person. Oh, I'm a... You probably have something of both going on mm-hmm. and you just don't give credit to the other one that you think you don't have. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's that's I, I, that's how I look at it. I don't think if I uh, I don't know if I mentioned this to you when I was mentioning I was tie dyeing some stuff this last few days, <laughs> um, but. Kind of going along with that like balancing between the two when I was younger I used to tie-dye stuff all the time like I said I've got this like this plastic tub uh, like in my basement that's just filled with like a dozen shirt like white articles of clothing I have all my powdered dye I have all these dye bottles these buckets these cookie sheets like all sorts of stuff. Um and I went through a phase where it seemed like every time I tie dyed, I came out with these awesome stuff. Like every batch was like better than the last. And then I went through like three or four uh, like batches of tie dye, where like I just wasn't impressed with anything. I was like, man, like these are <laughs> these are very mid tier shirts. Like, look at you, look at Nick's battles. <laughs> I'm just like, like would somebody want that, like? Is this gonna wow someone when they look at it? And I'm like, there's nothing wow about this. Mm. Um, and then I like just got out of it, and like I wasn't really doing it too much. Like I think the last time before the other day I used my stuff was probably like over six or eight months ago, and I haven't like made a new like article of clothing in a really long time with it. And so I did it the other day, and my buddy had hit me up, was like, you want to tie dye some stuff? We haven't done it in a while. I was like, yeah, sure. Uh, Came out with some really awesome stuff. This hat, that sweatshirt I showed you earlier. Super content after like having all these shitty ones I've done in the past because it takes a lot of time. You are pouring dye into tiny ass bottles, filling them all up with water, uh, soaking your shirts for like 20 minutes, trying not to get pa- loose powder on anything, um, folding everything. It's 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 a very long setup and cleanup. So it's very disappointing when you do all of that and then you let stuff sit for a day and you wash it and you look at it and you're like, eh.
0: Yeah. Okay. I feel you. I mean, listen, I, you're not doing it a lot anymore, right? So, you, so you're a little rusty, one. Correct. Um, do you, how do you feel about not doing it as much anymore?
1: I mean, it's a little expensive. A lot of that was, like, initial investment for getting a bunch of different colors of dye outside of, like, Roy G. Biv. Um But it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I still have a lot of those articles of clothing. I wear tie-dye a lot. Um, dirty hippie that I am. Um, you. But, I mean, realistically, so I, I told my buddy Tim uh, the other day, I was like, hey, do you want all this tie-dyeing stuff? I was like i I really enjoy it, but when I moved down to Nashville, like, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I don't have the resources for that's, that. That's what I was thinking. I'm gonna be living and purely just living alone. I'm gonna be eating, <laughs> I'm gonna be sleeping, and I'm gonna be doing the one task I have to do every day, which is to go to school and get my work done.
0: I remember when out when I was like that type of broke. Like at a point actually that November fourth, two thousand fourteen story that I told with Keon, like mm-hmm. that day when there were two bottles of water left in the fridge, nothing but condiments, nothing to make a meal out of. Black and mild and for we just dinner. got black and <laughs> black and mild. A <laughs> black, <and mild, laughs> black and mild for dinner. Black and mild and sleep for dinner. It was <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy, man. So like I, I remember what it's like to be like, I'm going to have enough to pay bills, have gas, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. But like, they're not going to be a whole lot of extracurricular activities not at going all. on.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be new. It's going to be new. I'm very excited for it. I'm glad I get to that. This first really big step for me, I got my brother there to kind of just he's a very good guiding figure in that regard. Um, he's a whole ass clown in a lot of other regards, but, uh, I think he's, he's going to be very beneficial to me to have down there, both emotionally and just like, as far as the logistics of things, because of course he knows a lot about jewelry. I'm learning about jewelry and I don't know a whole lot yet. You know, like I am referencing gem, gemstone cuts, uh, incorrectly. Yeah. Uh, Definitely don't want to do that. Yeah, no, I'm, there's times where I have to hold my tongue uh, when we're in class because I'm like I'm about to make a whole fool of myself. You gotta ask those questions though. Mm-hmm. You, I'm learning you, the you, paves, you. the 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 Maguire, not the Maguire, the marquee cut. <laughs> Yo, that is hilarious. The Maguire. If cut. If Nathan ever listens to this, it's that that right there. The Maguire the cut. The- That's what I called it initially, but it's a marquee cut, <laughs> which is uh, a very almond shaped. Um, Thank you for owning that. Exactly. Yes. So those are the types of mistakes I'm trying to avoid. Yeah, but make. you got to make them though, man. For sure. Like It takes you, someone telling me like, that's actually, this is what you call it. Yeah, and then I know. And right,
0: because now you didn't do that with a customer of any sort. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: And that, <laughs> you need a McGuire. <laughs> to be fair, I'm going to be honest. Like I feel like a lot of people... Um, like the name McGuire? No. <laughs> that could be a brand name for sure, but... Like, I think if you're talking to a customer in jewelry, I've, and this is me not having a lot of experience in it yet, I feel like a lot of people don't know a lot about their own jewelry, mm. you know?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Like, they don't know about much stuff. Like, yeah.
1: My brother, Unless you're coming across connoisseurs like they've been dealing with this yeah. for a long time. I'm not going to name any brand names, but my brother worked for a commercial jewelry store once, and he saw people coming in and buying these engagement rings and all this stuff. And he he was working as a salesman there. He was not there long. He was like, I hate this shit. (laughs) Lying to people, you know, like like he's like like, about what? Well, just like like the quality of the gemstones, because, you know, he's a jeweler. So he can look at two different diamonds and be like, this one is like near perfect. And this one looks like complete shit. (laughs) And if you showed that one complete shit diamond to, like, a regular person or slapped it in a ring, there's a good chance they would just be like, oh, like, that's a pretty diamond. Right. You know, now some of it comes down to taste and what you're looking for, how many facets it has, the, like, the, the clearness of it. I know there's probably some terminology I'm missing right now. But he was like, yeah, like, I'm looking at these diamonds that we're selling to people and they're, they're bad. They're so bad, <laughs> and like, and it's cool seeing him. Like, he orders gemstones, and like, so it's cool seeing like, you know, him just like have the. And it's it's really weird. Like, you'll see him with like a bag of diamonds, and you're like, holy shit! But it's like he's like, nah, dude, these are like five bucks a piece or something like that. You know, mm. like they're like like fifteen dollars a piece, and they're just teeny tiny little diamonds or something. Mm. But it's very educational. It's extremely educational watching him go through the process um hearing him bash what bad jewelry looks like dude like, that's crazy we'll that so down. do you, i mean are
0: like that company were they lying about the
1: i don't think they were lying i think they were taking advantage of the lack of knowledge via the we've customer. talked
0: about this the term that you got from freakonomics uh information asymmetry
1: that sounds very
0: I, be- I believe that's what yeah we, we talked about this before yeah information asymmetry like you don't know and i do mm-hmm. so therefore i make the price
1: yeah exactly right, period and that's 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 what a lot of artistic crafts come down to yeah um or you just have to believe me like us depending upon trust.
0: scientists right that come out with these papers and they're doing these these research so like our idea of what the world is and what's going on is just belief in that the people that are supposed to have the knowledge are saying some of the right things and Mm -hmm. that they're doing their due diligence and they're being honest about their due diligence in it.
1: A a one that people can relate to is, like, you you get a quote from a mechanic. Oh, boy! boy. get you started. Boy! But you are not satisfied and you go to (laughs) someone else because it really just comes down to what that artist or what that craftsman... Deems the value of their work is apart from like material costs, and for like someone like a painter, you know, you could be getting your materials for really cheap, but in a lot of it is dedicated towards the value of what you're producing with that skill, but as well as the the um demand, Mm -hmm. yeah, like exactly, yeah, that demand, but like the demand, and then also just what so it's just so it's just if a lot lot of people,
0: yeah, but it's like. I may be doing the same thing that I was doing last week, but this week I have a lot more people that want my work Mm -hmm. and simply because I have that
1: demand, y'all have to pay more because, well, yeah, because if, if, if you, if for my industry that I'm going into, if someone presents a a piece they want me to make and I anticipate it taking me four hours and Another person also gives me a piece that's going to take about four hours and I have this heavy workload. It's like, all right, well, the one of you that pays like X amount is going to get priority over the person that pays Y amount. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you know, like that just makes sense. Right. At that point, when you're put on a wait list like that, like you have to be willing to put in more effort than the other people. in order To get what you want faster.
0: Although, yeah, it does get tricky, though, because you don't want to just start like telling people, actually, you've been bumped a space. Like, you know, like once you have like something, in there's a certain
1: chronological order to it as well. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, A hundred percent. But like if some dude gives me like a even if we're not thinking about time, someone gives me a forty dollar project and then this other dude wants me to do a huge project for him. That's going to be like six hundred dollars. I'm probably going to put a little more emphasis on the bigger one, might be able to crank out that that tiny one in between. But that's something I'm really going to have to get understand the ins and outs of when I get down there because because I'm working one of these crafts I have to determine what my self-worth is
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and I (laughs) you you
0: want you want to go in there with big dick energy but you also don't want to be like too big for your britches
1: right like like part of me thinks it's more logical to start like I've messaged some some jeweler friends of ours uh and just been like use me as a guinea pig I'll do your work for free and like let me know as a customer how I did uh, the quality of the the final product for you. Um, let me know what I can improve on. And I'm hoping I can do some of that free, some of it paid uh, while I'm still in school because I would love to get done with this 12-week program. And by like Christmas of this year, I would love to already be making like Making money doing what I want to do instead of having to work some bum ass job on the side for like like at that at this point, like I know this sounds bad, but like I'm I'm dreading getting like another food and beverage like service job when I get down there. Like (laughs) your name. Alaska treated me very well, (laughs) but this is not the industry for everyone. I am not one of those people that belongs to this industry. Yeah. And knowing that I'm about to go and go to school and not really even have time to work. And like a lot of my, a lot of my expenses, not all of them are paid for. um, It's like, yeah, I need to find some source of income. But for right now, like as long as I get my insurance paid, like I'm good. And if like, you know, if I can get like $300 a month from from doing sketches and like doing uh, files for people for doing models, that would be so cool. Yes, like that would just it would really boost my confidence and independence. You,
0: (laughs) you you and I were talking the other day. Yeah, it was no. Yes, it was definitely you and I having discussion about making seventy thousand dollars a year. Oh
1: yeah, (laughs) that is my goal right (laughs) now to be comfortable to just be like slightly above like the average like income because just being above the average would just I'm good. I'm good. I can be a little minimal and just it's fine. I can afford minor luxuries when I want them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. I don't need more than that right now. I'm not (laughs) I'm not greedy for all these luxuries and shit. You know, I want to be able to have a house of my own. Uh, I want to be able to pay those bills Uh, and I want to be able to like, you know, Afford things instead of having to be like, oh shit, I got to pull this out of my savings, and then I'm behind, and then like oh, yeah. now I got to oh, catch oh, up. Oh, yeah.
0: oh, oh, oh. You know what though? I, I think seventy thousand is a great number. I, I, I do think that people in general, if they had a rewiring of where and how they spend money, mm-hmm. they could already be living a different lifestyle oh, than they for are. Sure.
1: I could have been more conscious with my money.
0: Yeah yeah, we all could have like we everybody for the most part has just spent a ton of money on just dumb shit. Dumb shit, detrimental things like, you know, physically speaking, physiologically mm-hmm. speaking. Uh, just wasteful things, things you just didn't need, you don't use. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of stuff like that. Like there's there's a ton of subscriptions you don't need subscriptions to. Mm-hmm. Also it's just a ton of a ton of wasted money food food's a big one Mm -hmm. like the just amount of food that we spend when we go out places the amount that we just pack our kitchens full of and we're not getting to all those things but it's just Mm -hmm. full of it's just tons and tons of money you know car notes that you don't need like you didn't need to get the mercedes like you didn't need to overextend yourself now you're paying a fucking Carno. When I've heard of people paying Carnos, it was like, oh yeah, mine's like four eighty nine. I'm like, oh my god, whoa, five hundred a month? Mm. Oh no! Like I thought, and maybe mine is high to certain people, but I thought that mine, which again I've gotten out of the way now, was two forty two a month, and I thought that that was kind of getting there, you know. So people took five hundred, but again we spend our money in all different sorts of ways. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you got a whole new map of what it means to, to have money, to own things, mm-hmm. to, you know, just do productive things, all those, it would just change your idea. And you probably, yeah, you'd be much better off.
1: I, I would definitely like have saved a lot more young, young money from when I was younger, uh, like working at the lavender farm, working, um, working at my job before I came to Salamander uh, and just from like, like Christmases and all that stuff, I would have like done a lot more saving of all of that money. Um, But I know like right now where I am and it's dangerous. It's one of the reasons why I would love to get to that 70,000 goal as soon as possible is like, I am willing to throw out money in the sense of like, I will, I will spend a large sum of money if I'm going to get an experience out of that like I think okay I know I, I understand the value of saving money and I need to do better about that but the ex- the value of the experiences I get from when I have spent that money yeah you one, feel
0: like they're worth it
1: I do one of the uh, one of the uh, extra expenses I made at the end of my my trip to Nashville yeah um, was incredibly worth it. Uh and going to these concerts I'm going to right before uh, I leave for Nashville are going to be so worth it. But I know that once I get down there, it's going to be buckled down. In reference to an older pod, I'm going to have to bring the dog out of myself.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. Um, but It's funny because this is you going back between the, the creative and the analytical again.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm know? telling you. So, okay. I know. I be- because you you want to save money, but at
0: the same time, there's still this bit of you that we all understand. We could uh, life isn't promised. Mm-hmm. Like life isn't promised. Like this money's got to get spent. Mm-hmm. Like I got to have yeah. experiences. Like I'm not just I can't here, take it when I'm gone. Like I'm not just here
1: just to save money through all of exactly. Life. I'm not here to be like a tight ass the entire time. Right. You know, I want to live and I want to enjoy. Like at the end of the day. I would much rather be one of those people that's broke, poor, but enjoys my life than to be rich as shit and then just be sad or be bored, you know? Oh, goodness. Rich and bored is a wild combination. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, I feel like sometimes rich people just be doing shit (laughs) because they can or it's like, you know, like I was bored, you know? Yeah. Like, I just did it because I can.
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's kind of what I was having a conversation with someone about. And one of the variances in which I told my answer to how I'm doing in this new position, mm-hmm. I was I was telling someone, dude, I I try to go out of my way to do some like difficult things. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you carrying those stairs up the or uh, carrying the chairs those chairs up, up the, the steps. When there's
0: an elevator, yes. Yeah, I just I, I just like to you know stay active and, and stay moving. I was cracking up over that. But, but doing those things, it just it just makes other things not nearly as difficult. Just mm-hmm. trying to find new ways of, of like challenging yourself, right? Because then the rest of that stuff like it just doesn't. It's just it's
1: nowhere near what it used to be for you. Yeah, you build a tolerance, like just like today was at work compared to the last two days i've had (laughs) last two days were pretty rough especially having them back to back and then on a saturday having five people i think it was in there today um yeah uh five of us in. Well, we had a ton of people oh ton of people but like five servers i think ton of help staff and and all that it was just a walk in the park yeah man very nice
0: focus um, Focus. I, you know, I've, I've had this, uh, again, this conversation. Uh, the way that I look at time, th- mm-hmm. this also needs to be said, right? A- again, I think about, oh, this is a good way. Did you ever watch the movie Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith? Mm-mm. Oh, boy, who. <laughs> oh we're about to shut this pot what are you talking about you haven't seen pursuit of happiness i'm sorry <laughs> i am sorry I, no, I, okay you know what i'm not even gonna be that person that's all right get, a, get around to it please i will okay because of the reaction on your face oh shit yeah I will get around please it. get around to it either way there's a point in it when will smith is going out for a very very particular job it's very strenuous i think he's being like a uh, what do you call him, Wall Street. Um, it, like a. Like v- just one of the dudes running the stocks. Yeah. Yeah. Like a stock. Um, stock broker. S- stock broker. Yeah, exactly. So he's going out for that and he's in the bullpen
1: and it's just, you know, a hundred fucking dudes in his room and all the What's little the time. Uh, the, er- the time era. What's the year? Um, that that's a very good. In? I'd say uh, 90s. Okay.
0: Yeah, maybe in the in the '90s, something like that. I know that he was selling bone density scanners, which were going out of business because the X-ray became a thing. Mm. So whenever the X-ray like became a thing, that's that's probably around that time. Okay. So yeah, he was walking around as like a door-to-door bone density scanner selling, and and he some guy <laughs> told him that he'd be rich off of them, and then he started selling him and realized he wasn't. Mm-hmm. So him and his family, and he put all of his money into it. So him and the family were broke. Mm. Anyway, you got to go watch it. Either way, he's working amongst all these guys in the stockbrokers, like, trying to become the one that gets hired. Mm -hmm. It's like one of those sorts of pools. Yeah. And he has to make, like, a ton of calls a day trying to fucking sell stock, I guess. And I'm not the stock guy. I don't really know shit. But he's trying to sell stock, so he's making, like, a million calls. And you start to hear him narrate as... As they're just, you know, panning over the entire bullpen mm-hmm. and you're seeing all these people work maddening hours just just typing going away on crazy. their fucking computers and picking up phones and hanging up phones and like just telling people, come on, you're going to want to buy this. Trust me, you're going to want to buy this. You're going to be really upset when this goes up. And Like just talking to people all fucking day That's long. so
1: exhausting. And
0: you hear him start narrating and he's like, so something I've learned is that if I don't drink water, I don't go to the bathroom. If I don't go to the bathroom, like that saves me an extra, like, I don't know oh, how much shit. time he said, but that allows me to make about fifty more calls a day than than my other than my peers. Right, right. I be thinking like that. So sometimes, like when I'm moving about trying to make life better, right, for other people, this this work quality. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can be abrupt. And so that's something that also needs to be known. And I've had conversations about that. I can be very abrupt and I can be very. So someone like you, right. That says that they just ramble on. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I'm trying to get down to like what matters. Oh yeah. Right. So I'm constantly like just moving around and I'm thinking about if you're talking to me about something, I'm going to extract quickly what I feel like I need to know. And, and I got to keep moving because to me, five seconds plus 17 seconds plus 30 seconds plus a minute wasted time accrues especially in our industry and these are exactly and these are seconds a minute in, in, a long in way. minutes that i need in order to do something productive mm-hmm. so i'm like that's the way that i think when i'm whenever there's time is of the essence mm-hmm. like that's the way that i'm thinking like i'm just i'm moving things away i'm like getting distractions out of my way. I'm getting to the point I'm understanding it and I'm moving to make something happen
1: like constantly. And I see that on people's faces at work. And that's when I say, when I said earlier, like, Oh shit, I'm doing that thing again. That's like, it's just like, Oh, okay. Now's not the time. And then like, that's me like acknowledging, like this is that thing that I've been trying to work on. Right. And of course there's preemptive, uh, attempts to keep that from happening, to keep me from rambling on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've gotten a lot better about just like, you know, not taking it personally. Yeah, when people do that. Like, sure. I'm just like, I'm like, I get it. Like I am a person who does this thing, <laughs> so I'm not going to hold you accountable for the, a good example, um, is a, a person who works at our establishment. Mm. Um, we have, uh, seen our boy, uh, Going through it recently. Okay. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with that is the the connection uh, because he is unable to kind of connect the lines of there are people here that have to hustle and they're in the weeds right now or they do not have time to spare for a whole lengthy casual conversation. It's the middle of their work day. There's a table out there that needs to be checked on there's dishes that need to be run through the dishwasher there's food that needs to be prepped and people can't sit f- so like that's like extreme more extreme side of the spectrum that i feel like i am somewhere on um and he and that's why i have a little bit of sympathy for him i feel like of course um because it's like i get it you know like sometimes you just you just want to talk to talk you just want to be able to talk to someone to just it, whether it's a distraction, whether it's just some sort of interaction to form a connection or whatever, um, sometimes it's just not the right time. Sometimes it's it would be better for you to just you know a good morning, good to see you. I'll talk to you later, you know, because
0: yeah, but if you don't understand that. Like, you're thinking everybody, like, every time somebody, like, sort of ditches you or they walk away, it's like like, you
1: take it, like, oh, like, they don't fucking like me. And I feel like I got accustomed to that very early on because of my brother. And while I think some of it was me being a rambler, I think it was, as I've talked to you, his lack of attention span (laughs) also attributed to that. And they kind of just clashed into this point where... I would just feel like he just ignores me all the time. He doesn't really like, he's like, he doesn't want to hang out with me. He doesn't want to do anything. I was like that kid brother that just always wanted to hang out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just want to come see what you're doing. I'll just sit on the floor in right. your room and just be there. Yeah. So when I was younger, I'd take it really personal. Uh, when my brother would just like kick me out or be like just ignoring me or just being sitting there on his phone. Like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's just like, oh okay, like I'm I'm going to go do something else. Like
0: Yeah. That's a that's so, a good way to that's that's what I do. Some conditioning. Is I just go do something else. Yeah, like,
1: yeah, like it's totally fine like we don't like you can do that thing. Yeah. And it's like I see someone else. Oh, I'm going to go do something else. It's like, okay. That's because I'm doing some, that like thing.
0: something <laughs> see, or yeah, like something needs to be done. There's something that needs to be done that I don't quite understand. If Sometimes I, it's just good enough knowing that you don't know something. And you have to rest in ease knowing I don't know whatever it is that they're going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like, I don't know what it is. So I have to get what happened. That's what I'm asking. What the hell happened to benefit of the doubt? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I don't yeah. know what's going on.
1: So I ought to just. Going back to what you said. Leave in the it meeting. up. I don't know yet. Going back to what you said in the meeting the other day. Mm, well, not, oh, yeah. Not assuming that just because you can't see someone. Uh, that they're not working yeah that, that's bro i think that that's just it, it's easy for
0: all people to do right like it happens to people in relationships like if i don't see you for x amount of days or whatever i start to feel like okay what the fuck is going on? like you know people start feeling mm-hmm. different ways about that if you're I'm not if you're that. not around if you're not around like then what is that is that are you trying to communicate something to me or is it just mm-hmm. whatever the fuck
1: and it's harder the older you get because like if you were to take one of my high school friends for example someone i've been around for half of my life i I I don't think like that because it's like, you know, like, why would that's so illogical. And when it's people that you're still kind of forming connections with or people that you only kind of get one certain like if if it's someone you only ever see at work, you know, you never see what they're like outside of work. You know, it's not someone you've seen the multiple facets of that person. Mm -hmm. Um, It's easy to kind of just spin spin angles. And for me anxiety fucking kills me over that stuff with just random stuff, like with all sorts of stuff, like just stressing out over finding a house in Nashville, you know, like what yeah. if this happens? What if that happens? A lot of that I feel like was ingrained from my mom. Cause she's a big anxiety, uh, spaz. Um, love her to death though. Love you, <laughs> love you, Janet. Um, love you, Janet. Love you. Uh, but yeah, like, And the the good thing, at least, is like a lot of the time I can literally I'll have a thought like that. I'll be like, like, oh, like, you know, like this person's doing that or like they don't they don't really give a shit, you know, but like I'm like bro, you know that that's such a stupid thought, right? <laughs> like you know that like this person isn't doesn't think you're like shitty at doing this or thinks that you're lesser of a person or something like that. Like you know like through these past actions you've had with these people, you know that that's not the case. But in, when you think of like, you know, I've only known this person a year, I've only known this person six months, like, you know – there's a lot of like, well, anything like I, I don't know them. I don't know them because mm-hmm. you kind of just break it down for how long that person's been alive, how much there is to know about that person. But at the end of the day, what like, they
0: what they feel like their personal like responsibility towards genuine interest in truth and loyalty to you actually is because because mm-hmm. trying to if you ask two people you get them in separate rooms and be like so what type of friend do you think you are to the other person? Yo. Like like who do you think that other person thinks you are to them? Mm-hmm. You know like what like what do you would you die for them? Mm-hmm. No? Okay, that's fine. Let's just take a step back. Uh like would you be They said they would for you. <laughs> 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 yeah, Yo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like I would I would just that's that's very varied. Mm-hmm. Right? Like there's that's a huge uh varietal Bucket of things I, yeah, I, I,
1: don't, I don't I I'm definitely, definitely guilty and I've, I've talked to you about this before because you mentioned it on an Episode and forgive me if I'm not getting the phrasing of it, right? but you said something along the lines of you're either like someone that is so in tune with your own mind that you like shut other people out or You're giving to other people so much that you let it cause detriment to yourself. Mm-hmm. and I definitely see myself being more the latter than the 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 first one because I don't know like I'm just a very unconditional love type of person. Like I don't really care if like you know the other person gives you a different answer. You know it's like okay that's what it is that is what it is. It is amazing when you feel that reciprocation. So a great example of that my buddy Tim Shout out to my boy, Tim. Um, I'm shouting everybody out. Dude, get him. Get him. I'm going to put them all in the description. <laughs> That's too funny. Um, so I went out and tie-dyed. And to my knowledge, I was just like, okay, he's going to the river the next day. I'm just going to come up, pick up my shirts, and and dip out. He, he texts me towards the end of the day of work, and he's like, hey, that place Hot Pot that me and Walker were telling you about um, – we really want to take you out and go get food. Like it's our treat, you know, like we can hang out we can wash the shirts at the house and everything. And like, there's something about like, there's, you know, I can probably count on one hand, the amount of people that like, every time I step in the room with them, I just feel the unconditional love, Mm. you know, like it's just there. It's so there. And it's like, As I've told you before, like me and my friends are so comfortable with just being like, I love you, you know, like, and I feel very nice. And now some people would say, oh, well, like if you use it that loosely, it dilutes the definition. I wouldn't say so, because, of course, there are different levels of love, but also I I'm only going to use that with somebody that, you know, that I care about. And like if I if I use that for someone you have my unconditional love. And that's kind of just period. And I feel like that's just, I don't know when I started being like that. There are no conditions?
0: That's, well, that's, well, it also depends on exactly, well, well, maybe not. Because it also depends on exactly what this meaning of love is for you. Like what this particular level of love would be for this you know, this particular person we are talking about hypothetically, I
1: think certain conditions could shift you up and down in, it could change the definition of the love that I have for you. Okay. Okay. So, okay. A good example is the, the falling out with the, a friend of mine mm. that I had, um, you know, like things just kind of were just on the decline, you know, like wasn't, wasn't treating their friends, uh, the way they should have been. And, and, We told this person numerous times and there was just no improvement and it was just like, okay, well, I'm going to stop hanging out with you. I still wish the best for this person. I still want him to be successful and I would love for like just one day, you know, if I were to like be back in Virginia and I run into this person out of the blue and they just say like, hey, you know, like want to go grab a drink or something? I'd be like, hell yeah, I'd love to see how you're doing. You know, and like if, if if you have come a distance and you have changed in a certain sense, then the definition of the love that I have given you can change again.
0: Yes. You know. OK. So, OK, I'm
1: with that. I understand all it's that. It's an evolutionary word. Right. Uh, and it doesn't stop changing, I feel. But matter of fact,
0: because this sounds like something we were talking about before this, which was the ecosystems. So yeah. it's like so your friends again put together because and I, the reason I'm saying this is because it's just like ever evolving mm-hmm. right into something else it's, it's and it's sometimes it's not always just better or worse it's just different mm-hmm. and this yeah you're right I mean that sounds about right that sounds like what relationships
1: are yeah just yeah just in general yeah but I you know I'm I got a big heart and I love to love to give people the flowers. You you know that. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. For better, for worse, but no. It makes it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good to just shower people in in love. Yeah, I mean I I hope that
0: you know no one out there thinks that it's uncool to do so.
1: I feel like there is a stigma against it though. You know, like, I just feel you know, like... Like dick riding? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like... <laughs> Why well, are you dick riding, man? You yeah, still, like, well, you know, like, there's... Yeah, this nigga way too many compliments, <laughs> man. <laughs> There's a lot of masculinity that, like, gets in the way of, like, forming proper relationships just with people of the same sex. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. like, someone, some dude could see me, like, this actually happened once, um me and my brother are like walking out of Molly's in Warrington and some dude just sees us doing some stupid shit to each other. Um, uh, or like, like one of us might've smacked the other on the ass or something. or like. <laughs> Yo, just, y'all is like wild. Yeah. And like, like this, uh, some dude just like sees us and just calls us the derogatory term, not the F word, but the other F word. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just like, okay. Like, What do you, first of all, like, what do you even know about us? And second of all, like, so, so what if, so what if, like, what if we were a gay couple? Yeah. Damn. Like, I just feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of haters, you know, a lot of people that want to troll, a lot of people that just want to, like, make someone's life a little more difficult.
0: Yeah, but some people, like, really have, like, hate in their heart. Oh, so Like, there are, like, yeah. some, like, some people that oh, really, boy, you know, I don't, type I, don't, hate. Yeah, like, I don't know how many times, like, for how many episodes I'm going to bring this up at least once, but that Kendrick album for track eight, We Cry we Together. Cry Together. There were people that, I mean, I talked to people that listened to that that was like, yo, that shit was kind of difficult. Like it was kind of difficult because they got it so spot on. This argument, this just hateful, aggressive argument from these two different sides, it like that shit is that shit is real. And everything that they said from the start to finish
1: is like real content. Mm-hmm. It's real argument shit. And it sucks knowing that like there's people, and who's to say that that I, I hope that never comes out of me. You know, oh man! I hope that I'm oh, never I'd be so di-
0: I'd be so disappointed in myself. Yeah, like after I got done being mad at the person, like one, I'd be like, one, how did you even let yourself? Like, how did you let yourself get there? Why did we get this far? Yeah, you like know? this. Yeah, because there were clearly steps you didn't take that got you here. Like, oh so, yeah. So like something you, you are laying
1: doing. out everything that got you here oh i will say like i'll listen to the whole album through but like i'd say probably 50 percent of the time i will skip we cry together purely because it's just so much it's so much like i'm not i'm not i'm not willing to be in the mood like i'm not willing to be this pissed at my fictitious spouse right now you know what i'm saying because it feels
0: that real well i i see i see what you're saying
1: I I'm
0: far removed like I that you're not getting out of me. Right. So I can look at it and identify with the place that I was I was I don't think I was ever there, but I was closer to there than where I am now, that's for certain. Mm-hmm. So again, like everything else, I know there's a spectrum and you can slide amongst that spectrum. And that shit is real, but I'm able to look at it in there's certain parts where I laugh because you know, the some of it's just stupid. When it when it's the she she says something about sucking some other dude's dick to get him upset real quick. I
1: should you know? sucked a bigger dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that one does get me every you, you time. You know, so
0: so 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 clearly, like she's trying her best to to her, to break this right. person, and then he does the same where he's like, "Give me these keys." And yeah. she's like, Give my keys back, I'm late for work. And he's like, like, nah, like you ain't getting these keys. Yeah. Like on God, you ain't getting these keys. Yeah.
1: And then he's like, ah, you mad, mad at, me. at me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like like you're that shit is real. It's to so the point petty. where
0: you're where you're willing to sit there in a house with someone that you claim to love and you're just just trying to fucking tear them down. I don't want to get but, to that point. But anymore. some people, so there, are, I'm just laying all this, I'll just say that there are some people that are just walking around and they do just, it's just, they can't, they wouldn't even know where to start, like how to start healing that process. Mm-hmm. Like they just angry, really, really angry and confused. Mm-hmm. And those two things do not – you do not make good decisions under those circumstances. Mm-hmm. So now it's like all your circumstances are getting worse because the decisions are getting worse. Yeah, it's And the, it's more it's you, so,
1: the more you kind of embed yourself in that, the more you feel like you can't get out. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're digging a groove. Yeah. You're digging and a groove. And it's, big, like, it's yeah. like, well, I can't because of this and this and this. And it's like, well, no, you can. You can just – drop all of that and change course like you can get out of that groove you just don't feel like it takes it takes a lot though and it it does it
0: it takes a a ton to get out of something that you've been doing for a long time
1: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it takes it takes a ton to get out of that yeah so you know it's it's really really rough for a lot of people but yeah you gotta yeah man you just want to do things you know like tie-dye you want to just try to just throw in Something every now and again, something you love, just try to do like a little something. But I feel like if you can open up to giving, to giving love, mm-hmm. if you can open up to telling someone that you like them mm-hmm. for whatever the reason, their smile or because they're you find them to be intelligent and have very insightful discussion or because you think that they feel deeply and you love that they have such deep sensibilities about human beings and, and nature, Or it's just someone super creative and you've just never seen a mind that quite that brilliant. Whatever it is, just like telling someone these things, that. And being comfortable
1: giving someone those compliments.
0: It's going to come back to you crazy. Oh my gosh. It's going to come back. It makes. Of of course, it would feel good for that to be the case. Mm -hmm. I used to do that a lot. You said you used to?
1: Yeah. Oh, you stopped? Getting back back into it. Getting back into the game. What stopped you for a little while? Well, just like, I don't know, like giving like strangers. Compliments, you know. Oh, uh, did I get you in a bad place? Uh, no. Um, Why'd you pull out? Uh. Well, being in a uh, let me let me specify. Okay. Um, giving people of the opposite gender a random compliment—what someone might deem a random compliment—I. Um, touched away from it for an extended period of time being in a relationship um but like it's nice to be able to just say like hey i like your earrings you know i think i think that like that shirt looks really cool i
0: I think that in i believe that in harassment training (laughs) they say don't do that it's now listen I'm a, I'm a realist. So we're, we're if you're talking if you most people that go to work full time, mm-hmm. you're at the place that you're at, and if you're single, and sometimes even if you're not, you, you're there forty hours, fifty hours a week. You're though that's a lot of people's
1: dating pools. Yeah,
0: right. And fair. and it's just like and natural it's fair urges for people to
1: assume that that might be an attention intention from compliments Which, from people and such right so it's it's weird because people want nice things to be
0: said to them but they also want them said to them a certain way mm-hmm. and sometimes just by, by the certain right P- people. <laughs> by one specific person <laughs> yeah you know so you you gotta yeah you gotta just be you gotta mind your p's and q's out there mm-hmm. you can just be you know but slanging like, slanging and compliments around
1: and it sucks because like I'm just too much of like an airhead. To put that together, sometimes oh, it's like yeah. it's like I just th- th- they're they're fucking they're nice they're like, nice they're cool earrings like right, look right. at them like look at the cut yeah you gonna be talking
0: <laughs> look at the that's <laughs> yeah. a Magwire cut right there <laughs> oh my god
1: no but yeah.
0: And like I, dude listen trust me I, I feel you cuz I love people and I like talking to people and again it's it comes natural to me to say nice things to people especially like when when it's true like when I see it
1: right like just like you know, like, so hey you just, in case you were wondering like you like I really like those shoes those shoes are cool like I, I want that person to walk about their day and be like, damn, straight my shoes.
0: Well, I think, I man. feel like, see, certain things he, also. The like, direction sho- of the compliment. The shoes, I feel like that's, you that's, can get away with oh, that. Oh, for
1: sure. You but know like, what I'm saying? You're just like, like man, I things, really like that skirt. You know? No, so that's, I'm not doing that shit. I'm not, I, that's what we call being creepy, Earl. Hey, I really and like I'm, the print on the back of that skirt. Chill. Like, no, I'm like, I'm primarily complimenting, like, and it's it's not even like oh shit I don't it's not like I'm even doing this to something that is like like say it's like an intentionally revealing shirt I'm not like oh I like that shirt it's not <laughs> like that it could be like a Grateful Dead shirt I'm like hey I like that shirt
0: you're right but things change because if it's like a a super fly shirt like you like it a lot but the titties are out a little bit then you now gotta, now you can't compliment the shirt you can't compliment right. the shirt if the cleavage is out because now what you, if you what if you Bro, no. There's, you
1: cannot compliment <laughs> well, no, the I'm, shirt. You're right. I'm, you I'm saying this is a very Which is crazy but you situation. Can't. You can't. But, like, say, say... I mean, you can. I mean, fuck a, it. You say can. Say it's a Pink Floyd shirt. And instead of being like, I really like your shirt, being like, oh, so do you listen to Pink Floyd? Like, redirect.
0: In, that, in that's what I'm talking about. A certain way.
1: Yeah. Like, you have I don't to think come I'm ever correct. doing it in, like, Hey, a, nice shirt. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not looking someone up and down and shit. Right. Like, and I'm usually, like intentionally avoiding suggestive areas like a necklace that might be hanging down a bit too low or something okay like that. I'm yeah i'm not going for like the, the easy target type
0: shit <laughs> so all right okay, so you would never compliment a woman on her if you notice that she maybe took pride in this that her maybe shade of lipstick that went along with the dress like you would never be like oh that's a nice shade that you put together with that
1: I would maybe say, like, oh, I think, like, you did a really good job on your makeup or your makeup looks really good. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe just say, like, I like the color coordination you got going on or something. Yeah. But like the live. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying, like, I like that I see, shit I see what you did. You there. I see, yeah, I see you. I'm not doing that. I I'm see not going to go up to a girl <laughs> and be like, hey, your ass looks good in those pants. Like, I'm not. That's not that's not on the agenda. Not even on the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> I go after like quirky, just quirky articles of clothing. Yeah, I like to compliment them on it. You know, yeah, maybe if it's something that they they wanted someone to compliment them
0: on. Right? Well, you well see that's that's murky waters too because you oh, don't know. Shit. Yeah, because yeah, see, because now you see something and you just like, oh, she wants this. Oh God. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, oh yeah, she's looking for this. Uh, well, it's
1: like, you, like someone walks in with like a new haircut. What's up, Nick Nick Nick? They walk in with like a different head on their shoulders and it's like oh they that 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 new haircut came with some some little sauce <laughs> a little, sauce, a little sauce it's like when someone puts on the suit whether they do it in a good way or a bad way oh yeah it change, bro it, it it how funny
0: that things things can truly corrupt our character <laughs> and
1: it's something as simple as a haircut <laughs> or a suit
0: like that's why I better that's why people are They're so much more impressionable. I talked to you about this the other day, like how much more impressionable we are than we like to give credit towards. Mm -hmm. Like, we think we're all just doing our own thing, being cool in our own little islands. And you don't understand just how much impressions you are taking in every day. You you have no idea. Like, you can, dude, I change shit up all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm constantly changing my mind about things Mm -hmm. and how I think about things and what I'm willing to do. Like I, I'm, I, and that's the way I want it to be. I keep seeing refinement. You like mm-hmm. I, I, have to stay open to new things.
1: Period. agreed. Period. I, I feel like like that's, I'm, I'm, that's why I'm just so excited to move. You know. Oh, like, like that's
0: that's the rattling of the cage for you a little bit. I,
1: well, I, it's yeah. if it if it wasn't a rattling of some sort of cage, I'd be a little worried maybe not a little worried that'd be kind of impressive
0: you've been you've been stuck in a time space continuum
1: i mean just like i'm gonna be away from everything i've gotten used to doing you know i've gotten used to hanging out with these people when you know i'm looking for something to do uh or i i fall back on these things when you know i can't go do this or like just a little stuff like that like I'm going to be forced to go out into new environments
0: everything that is comfortable is here
1: yeah exactly (laughs) like everything I've ever known is here outside of like some small vacations Yeah. so like I am uprooting everything minus my brother and like everything else is just going to be staying here or going off and everyone doing whatever they want to do everything's just going to get further apart from here you know
0: do you have a plan for making friends? <sighs> you just oh yeah we t- we talked about this too because you don't want to be the guy that goes like to a bar by, by himself. <laughs> that people bartender have their laugh. People yeah that was fucking that hilarious. was hilarious. Yeah, bartender yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> As he probably that dude glass. was kind of a, he was kind of a weirdo but <laughs> but uh, yeah I I know that a lot of people have issues doing things completely by themselves. Mm-hmm. I like going out to. and just seeing who like scanning the bar and seeing who's willing to talk. Mm-hmm. So then we go to things like, so you just going to like open up a tender. Like you just open up like a tender for just like people. Yeah. You don't, don't you have that option? Or I mean, just Bumble use like a, does. yeah, use another Bumble's app. Got friends. Yeah. Don't do, don't do tenders. Yeah. 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 Hinge. I told you about. Yeah. Yeah. You do that. Mm-hmm. That's classy. Um, I think
1: I, uh, no, I think that one was a, a cool, cool one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm definitely one of those people that struggles in getting out there, but I feel like it's because I'm also under this impression, as as mentioned earlier, I feel like there's just too many people out there that aren't open to just some love of any sort, whether it's an innocent, like just giving someone some sort of nice pleasantry you know
0: oh that's right so you don't want to roll up on anybody and like you said they're looking at you like well what the yeah, fuck like, is this dude talking yeah, to me like, for, well, like? yeah like
1: why is he trying to fucking talk to me about like what <laughs> i'm drinking or like you know like like how's it going how's my well, night going well like, i
0: feel like you did
1: <laughs> like i don't fucking know this guy and that was i mean if you're out
0: i there's certain signals but if you're out and you're just like alone I feel like again you you're decent enough to be able to spot out people that are just trying to do their own fucking thing, or they seem like they're jovial human beings mm-hmm. that wouldn't slap someone for trying to come and talk to them. And honestly, I feel like a lot of the time that's not that's not the case. I feel like we just we tell ourselves that story. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you are just a nice Kind, considerate, respectful person when you address people, and you walk up to some people at the bar that are having a good time because they're at the bar having a good time. Like, there's a good chance that because they know that that is a thing, mm-hmm. they know that that's possible. So it's not like it's completely crazy for a stranger to talk to you at a bar. Like it happens all the time. It's just how how do you go about it? But I, I think that it's it can be easily infiltrated.
1: It's so foreign because. Everyone that I've ever become friends with really known outside of an acquaintance uh, has probably is been through school or work. You know, like I can't really think of anybody that I actively hang out with or that I hung out with for an extended period of time that I didn't meet from school or work. So that's where it's intimidating to me is like, like, how does that relationship develop When you are literally trying to go out somewhere in a public place and build a relationship with someone from (laughs) scratch, from literally the ground up, you don't know what they're in common you have unless you, you know, you meet them at a bar. Oh, we like both like this bar.
0: (laughs) Um, Well, well, you want to use that. That's why I didn't like the club. Because the club does not allow for real conversation. But bars and lounges were just like, music is minimal. Maybe there's a fucking jukebox. How old am I? There's like some sort of music playing from somewhere at a club, Mm -hmm. you know, in a lounge. Who the fuck knows? Either way, you can speak. Mm -hmm. And you can break those boundaries. And you can find enough things out about one another to see what the next thing might be. Like what the next connection is. Mm -hmm. And then you build that bridge. and then So you're not just... You're like, all right, well, I guess I'll see you again here or next week. Yeah,
1: like that's you know? the weird thing because like it's going and having like an, a single interaction with someone and like it's like, okay, well, all right, bye now. You know, I may <laughs> never see you ever again. That's that's very and true. And basing everything off of one interaction. Oh, bro,
0: let me tell you something. What matters is that when people leave your presence – They they can say he was considerate, he was respectful, he was kind, Mm -hmm. he was he was generous, he was thoughtful, right? Like these things is what you want people to say because you don't know if you'll see them again, and you don't know how that will happen. And you hope that whenever
1: your name is coming out of their mouth,
0: it's good. It's good. That's, That's what you want all of the time. You just you want. It's not gonna always happen. But you want the most amount of people saying nice things about you because you don't know how that comes back around to mm-hmm. you. You don't know who who hears this person talking about you and then they come around and then they meet you and they're like, this piece of shit. Like you I, just let send everybody off with good vibes.
1: Everybody. Did I tell you about my uh my little side quest? Um, this guy I met outside of a bar in Warrington Molly's. Um Maybe maybe I did, maybe I didn't, Um, but we'll find out. You
0: definitely did not tell me about a
1: side quest with some strange dude outside of a place called Molly's. All right, so this is kind of my first steps in interacting with a complete stranger who I have not met before through school or work. Um, So I was out at uh, Molly's, which is like the bar that a lot of the old drunks go to in warrenson it's, yes. it's the old reliable gotcha. um, the irish pub mm, mm. yeah their chicken tenders are fire though it's
0: got some roots there
1: oh for sure just
0: like that slave block
1: yo yo <laughs> <laughs> anyway continue uh, so i was actually there with a couple friends from high school um grabbing some drinks catching up with them and towards the end of the evening it was like right before we were about to go i think we had paid our bill uh, and this, this guy comes over from the bar, uh, and he's kind of, he's just like, Hey, like, do you, do any of you guys know where to get grass around here? And he was like, like, I'm, I'm usually up in DC, but like, I'm going to be down here for like the next couple of days or something. I don't know. I think, I think he works at a, like a winery from what I learned. But, um, I was like, I was like, well, shoot, I might have some, like, how, like, how much do you need? And he was like, I just need enough to roll a big old blunt and go to sleep oh shit oh shit <laughs> he was trying to get away from life yeah um but so we were about to walk out and i was like all right yeah like um, i'm about to walk to my car um it's like 11 11 30 and i'm just like this is a but like in that moment i was like you know what like fuck it we'll see where this goes i had plans for the rest of my evening i was i was going to be going somewhere and hanging out with someone uh or so you hoped well, I, I still ended up doing it yeah. afterwards, but I was like, you know what? We'll see where this takes us. You know, we'll just see what happens here. And so I, uh, I give him, I give him the weed and he was like, he's like, all right. I sold it to him. And he was like, he was like, oh, well, do you want to, you want to smoke this with me? And I was like, buddy just paid me to, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm down. And so, like, we migrated, I think, from my car to his car, um, and just sat there <laughs> chatting for, like, two or three hours. Okay. Yeah. Like, it was weird. There were a couple times where, like, the conversation kind of, you <laughs> yeah, know, got the, little the, shaky. the frequencies maybe, uh, overlapped instead of moved in sync. Yeah. Um, but just chatted up with this dude. I doubt I will ever meet him again, but, yes. uh... It was like a But very- if but
0: if he ever pulls up in some place going crazy and he sees you, you be like, you get out of here. Facts. You know what I mean? You Facts. might you might have to get get out of jail free card. Like, sure. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's that sort of story. It's that scenario. It just it's just a good rule
1: of thumb. Just be yeah. just be kind to people. I want to be one of those people that's like, if someone has a problem with me, like.
0: That doesn't mean everybody go smoke a joint with just like some random
1: dude. Yeah, but, for sure. But, don't do that. I was okay. like, the anxious part of me was like, bro, this dude could fucking kill me if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I was like sitting in his car. I was like, bro, I'm in his territory. <laughs> oh, he could yeah. Have, if like just in hypotheticals, like this dude could pull a knife or a gun on me so quick and I would I would be done. Right. Um. But I. We're I, all thankful that didn't happen. For sure. Um, I think. Oh fuck! What was I gonna say? I have no clue. Damn, it was right there. I felt it slipping away too. <laughs> what were we talking about?
0: Well, this was like your very first time doing it. Not too bad.
1: Um, first time interaction with this dude. Not too bad. God damn it! It's gone. Mm. Oh, that's that's loss. That's painful.
0: Well, wow, was it? Did you feel like it was something like you needed, something, you needed? You needed that. It
1: was. It was gonna keep chugging. But, mm, damn, that one's gone.
0: It's gone? Yeah. All right.
1: But no, it was, I mean, it was cool to. Uh, well, I'm glad you had that interaction yeah. with that guy and that it went well. Oh, I remember now. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was, I never want to be that person. Like, you know, if someone has a, there's like that one person that's just so sweet, so nice. Um, And there's that one person that's like, oh, I don't really fuck with them. And it's like. How do you not fuck with them? Like, what did they do? Like, it's cool if you, like, they're not your crowd, but, like, why do you, like, have an issue with them? You know, like, this person doesn't do anything to anybody like, there's a problem with you if you have a problem with this person.
0: Yeah, you have to be wary of those people. It's like, if you tell me, if there's certain people I look at where if you tell me you they're a fucking bitch or you got a huge problem with them, I'm automatically looking at you crazy. Yeah. Because they're too noble. Mm-hmm. It's just like, mm, yeah, okay yeah all right. that probably sounds like it's a you problem
1: yeah it's like okay that's that's the hate speaking like
0: that's the way that's the way you want to live that's the sort of word around that you want about yourself where if someone's talking crazy about you everyone else is looking at that person like what the fuck are you talking yeah, what
1: about what the fuck are you talking about like, okay weirdo yeah that'd be like if someone was like earl is the shittiest person <laughs> i would be like uh are you sure about that are you sure about that I've, I've, had, I've cooked dinner for this man. <laughs> Yo, I would love... If so. That
0: would be so funny. I'd love to hear about someone saying that about me. I'd love to know what their... I would also like, love to see their... Their take. I'd love to know like what it was. What, their uh, reasoning. I would really love... Yeah, I would be super, super intrigued. Be be like, what it is you
1: have write that shit down.
0: Oh, for, Oh, I would definitely think about it, for but, sure.
1: but if it was, you had to filter it though. Yeah. Cause if it was just like complete bullshit, I'd be like, Oh God, nah, yeah. nah, you missed the mark on that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of like you were, you were saying on a somewhat recent episode that like, you don't, you don't fuck with shit talking, but you can criticize someone. Like if you are talking about yeah. someone and you have logical reasoning behind why you don't like them and you explain that in a very organized, understandable fashion, then I will at least give you the benefit of the doubt there. You know, maybe I might feel differently about the person, but like, damn, like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Or like, I understand if like that situation made you feel that way, but if they're just name calling like this person's a little bitch like (laughs) you know they don't do shit right they're fucking lazy they're stupid yeah two-faced and it's just like okay but like how are they a bitch how are they two-faced like what did they who hurt you
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure and keep them away from me
1: yeah (laughs) yeah but no i it was a cool first interaction with that one guy maybe i'll get better at it in nashville
0: Maybe, and I hope so, and I'm glad that you were able to come do this for me, So Shake my hand.
1: Mm. Get a picture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming to do this with me. Mm-hmm. You know what we do at the end, sir.
1: Uh, something about some final suggestions <laughs> or Some final
0: suggestions. You're fucking <laughs> whack. <laughs> Another thing that I also used to do with my ex-girlfriend is we had something called a suggestion box. Mm-hmm. And we decorated it. It was real cool. And you know, flapped it open. And we would just, like, come up with, like, wacky ideas and shit to do. And we'd just, like, write on it, fold it up, throw it in there. I think, like, once a week or once every two weeks, we just go in there and pick something out and just, like, made sure that we did that thing. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. It had nothing to do with anything. Uh, do you have some
1: last words? Um, you know, just do nice things for people. I like you it. You know, spread the love. Don't be afraid to love people. You know, the 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 reason that people hurt so much uh from from relationships or instances where their love maybe doesn't feel reciprocated or some sort uh it's because that was you loved them so much and the only reason you can hate someone as we talked about uh the other day uh hate stems from love and it at the end of the day it's better to love someone and that to have loved and to love no more than to have never loved at all i'll stop stuttering over myself and, no uh,
0: I, no i think that that's that's a good place to end it uh it does it does come from the same place which i we did speak about and it's just the amount of emotional investment you're willing to give something mm-hmm. right so if you have the capacity for hate you have the capacity for love so you, know, you can yeah, like you can channel it differently. Like you can turn something that you disliked or you would have thought you would have never given your time to or cared for. And that can actually turn into something that that you love. You can you can make
1: that change. That's, that is pretty crazy.
0: That, will, that is an
1: option. Yeah, uh, I will final words. I'll live live in a in a sense where no matter how much you hate someone now or dislike them, don't regret having loved that person for however long that that was. Mm. Keep spreading your love. And that's that's where I send my final input. Yeah, that was, yeah, that
0: was good enough for the both of us. I don't even want to follow that up. Good job, Nick. And thank you for coming here. Thank you. to Episode 128 of the Any Last Words pod, man. Thank you. I'm glad we're thank able you. to do this. Appreciate you. Peace, everybody. Peace. <laughs>